Coming up this week, we check out the road of the show, we traverse the lost planet, and Dark Sector gets gimped. All that including your emails on this week's PlayStation Nation podcast. I'm the drunk dance rocker, but don't drink vodka. Never sang a song called Velva Jaka. Rap rhyme schooler, pole position ruler. In seventh grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Dula. I'm very unique, and you will agree. One in a million, like Muhammad and Aaliyah. A self believer, an overachiever. Had more stunts than Colonel Seavers. Ain't no other like Hey, everybody. Episode 51 of the PS Nation podcast. We're back once again. No matter how much you try to keep us down, we're back. Uh, Glenn Percival with you once again, holding in my hand a Black Bavarian from Sprecher Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And with me as always, Mark Sanger and Jared Johnston. How's it going tonight, gentlemen? Good. I am doing well. Yeah, nobody cares. Okay, so on with the show. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Fuck you too. (laughs) I'm surprised you actually made it. You're, uh... Not battling the forces of evil in Norgrath or whatever whatever the worlds are. We'll, we'll, we'll get well. Right now, I'm fighting a bunch of uh, pigs in the Elwyn Forest, so uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, no, we won't. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so uh, we got a lot of stuff just because we have a lot of reviews this week, and I'm sure I have a pretty long review uh, of one of the games. So uh, we're just going to break right into emails. Uh, we actually have three this week. So um, why don't I think Mark is taking the first one, I believe. Yeah, that seems fitting. Yeah, since it's addressed to you. Yeah. It is entitled, Sorry, Mark, from Ron. It, <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I must have gotten confused when you had Trick Man as a guest on the show. I have played Secret of Mana, and it's good. I downloaded Cave Story. I never heard of it, but I like Freeware. By the way, has either of you tried Dink Smallwood? It's an RPG with some sick humor, and it's free as well. Am I the only person who wants Sony to have more than three bars for battery life? I mean, the PSP and the 6-axis controllers, I'll use three bars to represent charge level. I want at least four. Well, thanks, Ron, and that's okay. We're just giving you crap. I mean, I was actually honored to be confused for Trickman Terry, but, you know, I'm just me. That is an honor. Yeah. I've never heard of Dink Smallwood before, so I will have to Google it when we're done with the show. Or he could uh, maybe go to VGEvo.com and post a link somewhere. Yes. I mean, me or Ron. Ron should do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy? (laughs) And good job on downloading Cave Story. There's a link for that on VGEvo. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I uh, I actually turned Cave Story on, but I had to turn it off like a minute later because the phone rang and I haven't gone back to it yet. <laughs> sure. The exact same thing happened to me. Like father, like son. God damn uh, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walked right into that one. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. We do have a, a lot in common, Glenn. I mean, it's uh, kind of... Uh, don't even... No. No, we don't. Ebony... And Ivory. No. no. Like Ivory and Ivory. <laughs> Where am I? You are okay. reading the second email. Oh, am I? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because this is the one that actually doesn't have very good grammar, so I'll try to get through this one. Wait, which uh, one does? It have says, grammar? um, the one from Chuck's mom. Oh. Not sure. 
You better make me come. <laughs> they don't call her T Rex for nothing. Um, wow. So the email, <laughs> the email says, uh, "This is Rat Maestro. Just joined VG Evo not long ago, but have been listening to the podcast. Great job, guys." Uh, I'm embellishing this a little bit, by the way. So, uh, I've been playing a lot of Devil May Cry 4. That one was for you, Jared. Oh. Torgo, I would like to challenge you to a cage match in Call of Duty 4, but I play it on the PS3. Okay, yeah, that's where I play it, too. Uh, his PSN ID is Ratmaestro, is one word. Uh, so, everybody out there that needs some friends, join or, uh, you know, send a friend request to Ratmaestro. That's R A T M I S T R O. Uh, P.S. How do you guys feel about the game Pain? Now that there are new characters, I mainly play the bowling and crush people into pieces. <laughs> so, I, all right. Uh, yeah, Pain. Uh, that that new mode's actually pretty fun. It's almost like uh, uh, D-Bag Pinball, if you use the D-Bag characters. Um, so it's actually kind of fun. D-Bag Pinball. Well, the the newest craze, especially in New mode, Jersey. Right? With the exploding crates. Yeah, well, you can play it single player too, but yeah. um yeah, it's all these exploding crates everywhere and you just try to again create as much havoc as possible uh and keep hitting boxes and and the more boxes you hit, the, there's like goals set up at different levels. Yeah. So, it's actually pretty fun and the, and you know, we got that new scurve dog, uh, the little pirate last <laughs> week. Oh, and yeah. um it actually updated the uh character selection screen to show that we're getting two more characters pretty soon, a nurse and a cheerleader. Yeah, so that should. I don't know uh, if I need many more characters right now, though. Know, that, a, that little ninja is awesome. Well, the ninja and the pirate are awesome, but like I'll probably skip the chick characters. There's plenty. Yeah. Of, I mean, I love the game. On paper, that game sounded like a complete pile of crap to me. I mean, designed in a boardroom, built you know solely for microtransactions. But it wasn't until I played it at Trickman Terry's house that I fell in love with the damn thing. It's just so much fun. I, mean, I suppose it's, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos humor, like launching a guy into a building and, you know, getting points for hitting his nuts. But, hey, whatever. It's fun. <laughs> what episode of America's Funniest Home Videos were you watching? Um, the good one. Every one of them where they get hit in the nuts? That's like every episode. Yeah, but which one's the one where they get thrown into a building? All of them. Uh, I've seen a few of those. Yeah. Sweet. I need and to watch Bob that. I get those the funny voices. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Oh, no, watch this out for is... that building. <laughs> This is Bob Saget. Remember me? <laughs> God, I, um, I watched whoa. his. Uh, he had an HBO stand-up on. I was shocked. Yeah, that guy is the dirtiest fucking stand-up comedian. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's shocking. I mean, it's not really that bad, but it's the fact that it's the guy from Full House saying it. No, I, yeah. Well, with me and Payne, though, it's I kind of get past the thing that you're doing it with some D bag or with a Santa or whatever else. And I start focusing in on just trying to do the point rush, you know, and, and trying to get as many points as possible. Um, so I kind of get past the the MTV ishness of the game and and oh, yeah. just keep going after the after the points. So I'm, I'm a having a lot of fun with that game. It. Yeah, um, it's exciting. They need in spite of, oh. they need of anything that John Lidke says about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will oh, never I'm not playing that it. game ever. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, but they need a new city. I mean, they really oh, definitely. need it. 
Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't gotten that already. Um, I mean, playing as a rapper, the next thing's supposed to be like an right. indoor. Well, the next thing's supposed to be like some indoor um, amusement park or something. So I'm, I'm really looking forward a, to that. That would be a great idea, an amusement park. Yeah. Maybe get them to land on top of a roller coaster that's moving and get some super extra points. Nice. Click, 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 click. Okay. All right. All right, Jared, number three, number three, number three. Okay. Uh, this Do one it. is from our good buddy over to BGEVO.com. Ace is high, 291, and he says, Hey, guys, uh, it is, Mar- it is uh, Ace is high from VGEVO here, and I was wondering if any of had played the Legacy of Kane games. I was just remembering them, and I must say, damn, spelt damn as in the Hoover Dam, uh, the story was really good. Well, that's why Spellcheck didn't pick it up, because that's a word, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, I played the first Legacy of Kane, but it just wasn't my style. Uh, I Played I thought it was a cool games. game, though. Oh, I played it, the first one. It was a pretty one. good game. Oh, the first one was really good. I just remember absurdly long load times on it. Mm. I, I I never ever played that. Never did. No. Thought about and it. I though. played Soul Reaver, which was like the sequel spinoff or whatever. That was really good. I I think I remember watching a friend playing through Soul Reaver. That's yeah. the most extent I have with that series. The series just kind of petered out. I would love. Yeah, to it did. I, well, I think to... I think the studio kind of broke apart, and then yeah, um, like two I don't know more maybe... sequels after Soul Reaver. I think there was one with the Soul Reaver character and one with Kane. I mean, there might have been right. more. I don't know, but I thought I remember reading somewhere like somebody was lamenting that the story never com- got completely wrapped up or something, and it's pretty much dead now. Well, that's an Eidos brand, and uh, you know, Eidos uh, they've fallen onto some uh, dark times. Let's put it. So uh, they probably, I don't know, maybe they don't want to take a chance bringing out that franchise again, but it's Hmm. a neat concept, uh, but I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. All right. Well, um, all right, we're through those, so let's, we got four reviews to do, and we have a lot to talk about and what we've been playing because of some announcements we we need to make and everything, so uh, I don't know, we want to start with the freshest one, which is Army of Two. All right, I, I I was fully expecting uh, you to start with the show, but I can do Army of Two. Let's yeah, do Army I'm gonna of put a timer. I'm gonna put a timer on myself for our, uh, MLB because it's three games I have to review, and uh, so I, I got to get that ready. So why don't you go ahead and talk about Army of Two uh, since you've actually just been playing it now, and uh, we'll move on from there. Yeah, I, I actually uh, played a hell of a lot of Army of Two over the last uh, 24 hours, and uh, I I gotta say first. This is Army 2. It's brought up by Electronic Arts. Uh, it's for the PS3 and 360. I took a look at the PS3 one, and I am very impressed with this game so far. Uh, the first thing that really struck me about this game is there are some really daring and controversial topics in this game. The entire idea of the game is the, the story opens up where you're a couple of Army Rangers back in 1993, and on the middle of a mission, you run into a, a private military guy, and, uh, you know, he... He basically has all these cool tools, and you know you're kind of in awe of him. And then after the mission, he goes, "Hey, you guys should come work for us." And uh, you kind of realize, "Fuck the army, we're gonna go make some money." And uh, then over the next, the game takes place over like ten year span, and you work for the SSC, which is a private military group. Uh, if any of anybody in the audience is aware of a group like Blackwater Worldwide, uh, it's the exact same kind of thing. And you know, private military groups like this. This is a real 
these are real groups that actually exist. And this is a serious topic going on in, you know, how we as a nation shall conduct modern warfare. But, you know, anyway, I don't want to get I don't want to get too much into a, you know, liberal from Oregon political rant here. So uh, I'll try to. Yeah, avoid that's that. not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry you lived a sheltered life in the in the uh, Midwest, Glenn. What? <laughs> no, we just don't talk politics on the show. Oh, OK, fine. It's just asking for trouble. Speak that, Jared. <laughs> you know, if Glenn goes uh, too long, I'm just going to yell out, Barb. Hey, no, wah, that's not nice. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get on with the review. Uh, the, you know, the story, it, it does take some, it takes some jabs. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely got a political agenda. And uh, I got to say, there really aren't that many games that, take some pretty strong stances like that so i gotta give i gotta give ea some kudos for uh you know really doing some daring stuff but i think i think the gameplay is really a lot more refined and a lot better than i thought it would um one of the things i was about this game before it came out was it was actually gold about ready to ship in november and they sent it out to even the reviewers and some european reviews got leaked and such but basically they saw that you know, this game just wasn't going to cut it, and some of the reviews were coming back as uh, being pretty negative, so they decided to hold it back for a few months, see if they can work the kinks out of it and, uh, you know, make it look a lot better, and apparently they have done it by a lot of reports from people who actually reviewed and finished the review of uh, of the game back in November that they really have done a lot to spruce it up. Uh, the game looks fantastic. The, the sound design is really good. Lots of good voice acting. Uh, Pretty dirty script. Uh, pretty dirty script. Not one for the kids, but uh, lo- lots of great lighting effects. The character models look really good, and uh, you know it's a it's a really fun. It's it's a co op game basically. It's it's like Gears of War. You know, it's got that whole two player. You know, going through a war zone, uh, taking cover. But now, I, th- I think Jared, it, yes, d- did you play it with somebody else online, or did you play it with uh, AI? I played it. Uh, well, let me get to that. I, I played it with okay. my brother, split screen, uh, and we had a ball. We really had a lot of fun. You know, we're yelling at each other. We're telling each other to take different positions. And one of the things the game does, it's got this thing called an aggro meter, which if you've played any MMOs, you can probably relate to, where basically if one guy is doing all of the shooting and, you know, focusing all of his energy on these guys, this, this little... Uh, this little meter in the top of the screen will start to veer towards his character. And when he's starting firing, he gets full aggro going, and he actually glows red and does more damage with his bullets. But the other guy is basically invisible. So he can sneak up behind these guys and, you know, cap them that way. So that's a really fun mechanic. And when you get when you get into the co-op, it's a lot of fun. And I think the one thing it does better than Gears of War, because that's the game everyone's, you know, uh, comparing it to, and it does a whole lot better than uh, Kane and Lynch, is it really focuses on two people. Everything in this game involves having two guys. You know, you've got to boost one guy up, and then the other guy's got to come down and, you know, pick the other guy up. Everything's about, you know, using different flanking positions and cover. Uh, Some enemies, you actually can't... They're heavily armored, and you can't shoot them from the front. You have to actually sneak behind them and shoot them that way. So it, it has this really great mechanic, and it really focuses on teamwork. And if you just run out into the middle of the game, you're going to die. Because this game is actually pretty fucking hard. 
uh, I, I got even on the normal, it's pretty difficult. And I was talking with Quell, uh, one of the VGAO members. Uh, you know, Hills Burrito represent, uh, and uh, he was saying, uh, okay, that we both live in Hillsboro, Oregon. Um, but you know, he was telling me how he was actually playing it on the on the easy mode, and it's still difficult. So you really have to use these mechanics, uh, these different systems. And if you just play it like a regular run and gun shooter, you're gonna die, and you're gonna die really quickly. So when you're when you're playing it, if you if one of your characters dies, the other one can actually come up to him and heal him. But you have to get to cover because you know if you get shot during this, you'll get interrupted. And the AI uh, is good in a lot of places. If you tell him to go to positions, he'll go to positions. He'll advance when you need him to. But in some areas, he's not. He's not a very good shooter. Uh, he has a tendency to kind of just veer off. And one of the things he does that just annoyed the fuck out of me is when you die, sometimes, not always, but sometimes, instead of taking you to the logical position of, I don't know, that cement block a foot away from you, he will actually drag you to the other side of the battleground that you're fighting on to heal you there. And... That is one of the most frustrating things, because you're yelling at the screen, no, go there, and he's not doing a thing. But one of the neat things you can do is while you're, while you're on the ground, you can actually sit up and still shoot dudes. But if you, if you, get, if you take an excessive amount of damage while you're down, you'll die, and if he dies while you're down, down the game's over. Uh, online play, I have not been able to try, because I ran into a problem where I have a network type on the PlayStation's online, so I was not able to get uh, connected to any games. Uh, I'm I've already fixed that. Actually, there's a couple of tutorials online where you can, you know, you, it'll tell you how to how to take care of it and get you type two. I've already done that. I plan on playing a lot of it online tonight. I know, uh, Quell. We tried to get on last night. We couldn't get on. Uh, Zaku Pilot bought it today. Stoffinator bought it today from VGEVO. So we're gonna. I'm gonna try to get on with one of those guys and play it tonight. But uh, Quell already told me he played quite a bit of co-op online, and he said it runs great and it plays great. And it, but a couple of times he had a little difficulty hearing the guy in the headset. But other than that, it ran pretty well. You have access to your friends list. Uh, if one of your guy, one of your friends is playing, it'll show that he's playing. You can invite him to games. So it's a it's a pretty deep online game. And on top of that, they also have a versus mode, which I haven't tried yet. I'll have a Full report on that next week, but overall, I am very impressed with this game. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. As, as a co-op experience, it really does shine. I mean, I was having an absolute ball playing this with my brother. I can't wait to play it online with some of the VTO, EVO people. Um, it looks great. The premise is fantastic. You know, it's one of those games where it's not quite a triple-A must-buy title, but I think it's pretty good and probably worth owning. But I really want to see what they're going to do with the sequel, because the groundwork is there for something really special. So, um, yeah, buy Army of Two. It's pretty damn cool. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's been getting good reviews, actually, pretty much everywhere I've looked so far, so... Surprising. Surprising, yeah. uh, to say the oh, least. I didn't and, really expect um, a lot from it. I've checked from a few sources, because uh, we're going to get into that on another game. PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions are identical. Cool. Oh, so this version doesn't run at 30 frames per second? No. This, this, well, they, <laughs> I guess they both, it does run at 30 frames per second, but. Oh, all right. Well, but yeah, you know what I was games, getting to. The two games are identical. All right. I think I'll actually rent this. I didn't care at all about it, but it sounded actually pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I actually had 
uh, my mouse hovering over creating a GameFly account. Oh, why didn't you so, do it? So, so maybe I'll do that, and uh, that'll be the first game I rent. Let me see yeah, a recommendation or whatever they do. Or, uh, uh, I, I want to point out one more thing. Oh, one of the cool things about it is you play as these two guys, and it, because you're these paramilitary groups, I mean, you can do like really cool stuff. First off, you're in full body armor, but you can if you can, you wear a helmet, and you can actually design it to look like a skull, make you look like the Green Reaper. Make you look like Jason, you know, to put, like, the fear of death in your enemies. And the more you customize your character and uh, customize your weapons, um, actually, you can actually enhance your aggro. And there's a whole weapon customization uh, section in there where you can, you know, put, like, grips on your gun to improve your accuracy. Put silencers on them. Put shields on them. But the best one is that for $10,000 on each weapon, you can pimp out your gun which either turns it gold or diamond encrusted. Nice. But this actually has some strategic use in battle because if you have the pimped out gun, your aggro meter goes way, way up, and it's much easier to get your enemy's attention, you know, because you're shooting at them with a diamond-studded AK-47. <laughs> but can you blind them with it if you aim it at the sun just right? I don't know. You should I've be able got to blind your gold. enemies with it. Right now I've got a solid gold bullpup going on. Uh, that hasn't happened yet, but... I. You know, the style of this Might game is really good. And last, one of the cool things you can do is um, after a big battle, you can actually go up to your guy and press X. And they'll they'll like they'll either pound fists or a couple of times they'll actually take their gun, put it in a guitar stance and do like, a la Bill and Ted. Ah, uh, yes. No George Carlin, though, huh? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Although Maybe there is an the old sequel. guy who's uh, helping you with your mission. Well, there you go. <laughs> but overall, Army of Two is a really great game. Give it a shot. Actually, that old guy, that's just one of the pedophiles that followed you over from World of Warcraft. I got some pops. <laughs> Get back here, you son of a bitch. Okay, well, I'm going to break into my long one. Uh, and then we can go on to the other two games. Play my DS in the corner for a while. No. Well, you saw us playing the game, Mark. You might have something to say about it. No, he really doesn't. You know, of course, one of my hotly anticipated games, MLB 08 The Show. Sony was nice enough to actually send all three versions of the game. I actually... I don't know where it came from, but I just got all this energy. I think it was Monday night, and actually wrote a review for the uh, all three versions. Yeah, what was and up we with have the it out on. I don't know. Uh, put it out on VGEvo.com. Uh, we, we have a, a review section. You don't have to write. Well, but the <laughs> the written review actually is going to go deeper than I'm going to go today. I mean, there's so much to cover. Uh, basically, all three versions are better than last year. Um, of course, the PS2 and PSP versions are mildly better just because there's only so far you can go in graphics, things like that. Uh, but basically, all three versions are almost exact on features, uh, including custom soundtracks that's on, that's not available in the PS2 version. But you get Road to the Show version 2.0, which is actually just a more, a more refined version of, of Road to the Show. And what that is, it's actually this really deep career mode where you create a player, you start off you know, early in, the, in, in baseball, you start in, I think, single A or double A, I'm not sure. But basically, you only play in the plays that you're involved in. So you're not sitting there playing full baseball games every time unless you're a pitcher or a catcher. I mean, really, the catcher is involved in almost every play. Um, 
we created a character that's, I believe, a shortstop and third baseman. And so all of a sudden, it'll, it'll like third inning. There's a person on second, and then it shows you from the perspective of the shortstop. So you're actually facing home plate, and you have to go through the play. And there's certain goals that you get, like your manager says, you know, make sure you get a double play here or make sure they don't score a run. And if you earn that goal, you earn points. And that's how kind of how you get um, uh, judged in, in Road to the Show. And then what happens is you just evolve in your career. You, you get a contract uh, from a major league uh, team, things like that, and you just keep moving up and you go through all these years and, and go through your entire career. Uh, Road to the Show is actually one of the more unique uh, career modes out there in any game, and, and it's really well done this year. We've really only, only scratched the surface of it, though, um, so I really don't have a lot to say about it yet, but I am continuing on with that character. Uh, you actually get live in-game pitcher and batter analysis. You can actually just hit the select button, and it pulls up like where this hitter's been hitting, if he's been hitting to right, left, center, whatever. Uh, really stats deep. Uh, this, this game is just... There's, there's so much stats involved in this game. Uh, but you can also enjoy it if you're not a big baseball nut, if you just want to get on there and play some baseball, which is kind of nice. Uh, you've got a full season mode. You've got live game updates. <clears throat> so if you have an internet connection, it'll scroll all the real games you know, underneath the screen. And unlike football, you, know, you, you have a baseball game going pretty much every day. So you always have stuff live going on. It's even got kind of like the web interface if you go to MLB.com where it'll show you the baseball diamond and it'll give you live game updates for any game going on at that time. So if I want to see how the Brewers are doing, I can pull up the Brewer game and just watch all the stats go through live, kind of like you can do on the web page. So that's kind of kind of cool, too. Apparently it was in last year, but it didn't work too well, so we're going to see how it works this year when the season starts. Uh, and also the big thing online this year is pretty much the same across the board via Sports Connect. Uh, only thing I wasn't really happy about is that it doesn't use the same account for Sports Connect. So the account that I created for the, the PS3 version did not carry over to the PS2 or PSP version. So I had to create that same account on those. Uh, it'd be nice, and apparently next year they are going to make it so it's the same account. Uh, they're talking about next year you being able to actually transfer your data from the PS3 version to the PSP and vice versa. So if you're going on the road for two weeks, you can continue season your season on the PS3 or the PSP when you get back home, upload it to the PS3, and your season's already continued. So That is uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah I really want that. That... It was it was kind of cool because the developers got onto the blog and actually answered a lot of questions. And that was one of the big ones. And they said they weren't able to implement it this year, but they're hoping it's in next year. That's one of the big things they want to work on. Um, but the online this year, it actually works. Unfortunately, when John Libke and I tried to get a game going, the servers were down for maintenance because apparently they had too many people playing. They didn't expect that many people to have a day one. <laughs> so I guess that's a good thing, but um, they overloaded the servers. So the servers were down when John Ledke and I were trying to play. But I think we played, I think I've played 12 online games so far. I had one drop where the guy quit, and that was the first day I had the game. Bitch. And we had one that had some lag, and that's when I was over at Mark's house. Uh, but we, you know, I got the game last week, and I've been playing it pretty solid since I think it showed up last Friday. And today is the Thursday after, and I've been playing it almost every night. Uh, but that first weekend, I mean, Adam came over that night. We ended up, he stayed up until like 7.30 in the morning playing it. Jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> That's why he was a mess when he got to your house, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so 
just to go over the system stuff a little bit, uh, the PSP version, really one of the biggest complaints last year was when you hit the ball and it would switch to the fielding view, it would stutter for a few frames. And it, it kind of took you out of the, out of the game. Uh, this year, that's been completely fixed. Uh, I don't I don't have the PSP one here. It's actually at my house for 2007, but uh, I can't remember if they were in there or not, but the PSP version this year doesn't actually have any umpires in the game. You hear them, but the models aren't there, and I think they did that for frame rate. Uh, the huh. PSP version plays really solid. Uh, it plays really well. The only complaint I have about the PSP version is that um, this, kind of, this has the same pitching interface as last year with the meter, where you have a three-button press system. You hit the button to start the pitch, you hit the button at the top of the meter, wherever you want the power at, and then you hit it a third time for accuracy. The problem is the accuracy portion is kind of a white color or yellow, but the line that's moving back and forth is also white. So it's really easy to lose that in your third button press, and your accuracy is off for pitching. Um, so that's really my biggest and only complaint about that. Uh, and like I said, you can actually set up customized soundtracks in the PSP and PS3 version, but the thing is... It's only for when your menus or setting up your character or whatever else. It really doesn't use custom soundtracks from within the game. Um, <clears throat> so it's a neat concept, but I think it's kind of wasted on this game. Uh, PS2, I think they've kind of hit their limit on graphics. It does definitely has more animation than last year. Uh, it, it is really, really solid, though. Uh, supports 16.9 widescreen, uh, full online capabilities. Uh, I played one online game with it, and it played beautifully. Uh, again, you know, I was upscaled on the on the PS3. It looked good. Uh, of course, I'm I'm completely spoiled by the PS3 version this year. But you know, if you don't have a PS3, the PS2 version is excellent. I was literally saying out loud, this is really good this year. Uh, just a very very solid game. So uh, you're definitely not losing much if you don't have a PS3. But onto the PS3 version, uh, you know, last year we saw some comments, people saying that, oh, this is just an upscaled version of the PS2 uh, game, which is total crap. Uh, this year, you can't say that. There's no way in hell that anybody could say that. It's one of the smoothest baseball games I've ever played. I have played MLB 2K8, and I am going to say, in my opinion, this game blows MLB 2K8 away. away. Wow. Uh, the actual, like, if you That's took a still picture of both... Said. Yeah, that's not what X-Play said. Yeah, whatever. Uh, next time they should get somebody to review the game that doesn't just like shiny things and actually maybe enjoys the game of baseball. I saw that um, mechanic in 2K8, and I'm like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, when I was at GameStop yesterday to pick up God of War and uh, DS game, the guy in line in front of me was trading in his 2K8. Huh. It's not Seriously. a good game. And, it, and it's not a good game on the 360. I mean, I played the demo on the 360, 2K8 is better on the 360. It is. It stutters less, but it still stutters. It still has that frame rate stutter all the time, and it really takes you out of the game. I am not a fan of the analog pitching and of the analog batting. I'm just not. They actually stole the running interface from MLB 07 and 08. So they actually use the same running interface now, uh, which proves that the MLB running interface is still one of the best you've ever used. Um, <clears throat> so a lot, a lot of stuff to cover here and changes on the PS3 version. They really changed a lot. Uh, first off, it has rumble support for the DualShock 3. It's great. Yeah. We finally have that back. Because when you're playing two players, you don't want them to see where you're pitching. So either you had to guess it la you know, last year, or now you have rumble. So if you get close to the edge of the strike zone, controller starts rumbling like usual. It's great to have. Thank you. 
Uh, as I said, custom soundtrack support, very easy to do. Basically finds any music you have in your hard drive. You can just choose. You can basically make uh, as many uh, custom playlists as you want. I th- believe you can have about 50 songs in each playlist, though. I think that's about the limit. Huh. Um, this year it actually has different pitch grips. So if you're actually you know eagle-eyed enough, you can actually see what pitch they're throwing at you beforehand. Uh, one of the cooler features, which I hope they expand on next year is what they call the replay vault. And what this does, it actually saves every single play that happens. Not not a strike, uh, you know, a strike or a ball or whatever else, but an actual play. So anytime within the game, you can go in and check out any replay that's already happened. But you can also, at the end of the game, it just shows you, you know, the, the nine innings. You can go to any of the innings, top or bottom, and it'll show you every play that happened, and you can pull that up and it shows you a full replay of it. Uh, unfortunately, you can't save any to the hard drive, and that's what they really uh, are getting kind of hammered for, and they said, yes, next year we're going to find a way to make it so you can save them to the hard drive. Uh, but it is a really cool feature. We used it quite a bit already. Uh, a lot more crowd interaction. What, what they've done this year really is just they've made the ambiance so much better in this game. Uh, you know, you hear the vendors barking out stuff. You now see the crowd like bouncing around a beach ball you see little groups of the crowd making a lunge for a foul ball or for a home run. Uh, they do the wave. They hang up the K signs. All, all those little things like that that are just great. There's a lot more models out in the, in the stadium now, too, so you don't see as much repetition in different uh, you know, crowd models. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, there was actually a report on NeoGAF. There's two different ones where the computer did a mound visit, and during the mound visit, one of the players did the old hide the ball in your glove and walk back to third base to try to tag the guy out. Huh. There was also another one where they had a mound visit that the computer called, and during the mound visit, a streaker went onto the field. Now, they didn't show the streaker, but all of a sudden the announcers talked about it. Hey, a streaker's on the field. Something like that. And I've heard that from multiple sources, so I know what happens. I have not personally seen it yet, but that uh, there's more than one person phenomenal. that said it. But that's the kind of detail really that they've cool. gone into with this game. It's not just about the mechanics and everything else. It's about the ambiance of the game. And, you know, you play at Shea Stadium, and they're building a new stadium, which is, uh, for Mark, that's Mets, the New York Mets Stadium. Thanks. And you see them actually building the stadium in the background. So if it's a day game, you actually see the cranes moving around. Just things like that that they've really just put their heart and soul into this game. Um, but, I mean, let's get down to it. Gameplay. It is so solid this year. Hitting is still pretty tough, and it's supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to be able to get 30 hits in a game. Um, pitching is pretty much the same as last year, just as hitting was. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, if you played the game before, you've played this one, and, and that's what X-Play kind of bagged on, and they're like, well, there's not much innovation. There is a lot of innovation, but you don't need to innovate that much on the gameplay because they've really hammered it. I mean, they, they've gotten the mechanics for the actual gameplay down now. Uh, there's a lot more animation. The animation just... The, the transitions between the animations are so good this year, though. Uh, there's no jumps in animation like you see in the 2K series, or even in MLB 07. Uh, when you make a diving play, he'll now throw from his knees, which he wouldn't do last year. So a lot of things like that. You know, I've seen a base runner jump over a ball, uh, like a line drive that was hit towards him. Uh, you see the umpires trying to get out of the way. All things like that. Uh, it's a lot less buggy. We have seen a couple little bugs, but nothing spectacular or game-breaking. Uh, and online, like I said, is working beautifully. It's got real-time stats. Um, voice chat does work. Uh, 
And I couldn't find it in the manual, but to get voice chat to work, you need to push down on L3, which is the left stick, so push it in, and that activates voice chat. Uh, and it works really well. Uh, boy, I don't know what else to say. You know, they redid the graphics pretty much completely this year. It doesn't look like it, but when you really see the game played, you know, they're using HDR lighting on, on like a white uniform, almost glows in the sunlight now. Uh, they actually added dust. That was actually one of the <laughs> questions on the blog. Uh, hey, does the game have any dust? And uh, yes, it has dust. This is actually a newer build than what we had in the demo. So, Yeah, that, those dust physics are awesome. Um, clothing looks a lot better. I, I think it looks really great. Uh, there's not much more I can say about this game. If you're a baseball fan, and especially if you're trying to figure out if you want MLB 2K8 or, two, or MLB 08, this is the game to get, guys. It is an absolute blast. And it plays really well. It looks really good. It sounds great. You've got Matt Vaskersian again, which he's one of the best announcers out there. Um, there's not much I can say bad about this game. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, but I will put a link to my full written review out in the show notes so you can check that out because it, it really goes into a lot more detail. I used to be really big into baseball games because I loved MVP baseball. And then, you know, they kind of went... Uh, and they went exclusive with 2K. MVP uh, was really good the last year it was out. MVP Baseball 2005 is the best baseball game ever made. No, this kills it. Oh, uh, no. Uh, well, I've, I've yet to see that, but I doubt it, man. That game No, trust was, me. We were both it, really big fans of MVP uh, the last year that it came out, and this is better. Hmm. That's high praise. Like, I don't know if you guys know, that's high praise. Yeah, this is a better game. Oh, and also okay. in online, they're actually promising weekly uh, roster updates. So every week you should be able to download a new roster update. Wow. Yeah. And those can also be used offline as well. So you can save them to the hard drive, and they work in the regular game. Okay. So, uh, Glenn, you played uh, another game this week, didn't you? Played a lot of games this week. <laughs> well, the one you want to talk about specifically is... Well, do we want to talk about Lost Planet first, or do we want to talk about pinball? Let's leave this up to Mark. Mark, do you want to go Lost Planet, or do you want to go pinball? Nah, we can go pinball. Let's save Lost Planet oh, for pinball. last. Yeah. Pinball won't take too long anyway. Uh, you know, I've been a big proponent of the Gottlieb Collection, Pinball Hall of Fame, and finally, and I do mean finally, uh, Crave Entertainment released Pinball Hall of Fame, the Williams Collection. Uh, I have the PS2 version and the PSP version. Uh, basically the same games except for one really weird thing. The PSP version has two more tables than the PS2 version. Yeah. Makes no sense. So that one's <laughs> the one to get? Well, yes and no. Uh, I you know, I actually sat and played the PS2 version a lot at Mark's house on Sunday morning when nobody was awake yet. And uh, <laughs> you have to earn all these credits. And it actually has like its own built-in achievement system. And you earn more credits. When you get up to 100 credits, you can unlock free play on another, another table. Uh, four of the tables already have free play on the PS2 version. You have to unlock the other four. Uh, if you meet certain challenges, you actually get to unlock one as well. So I actually unlocked all eight tables on the PS2 version at Mark's. Uh, unfortunately, that save game is not on my machine here at home, so i got to do it again. Uh, but basically the same game. The two tables that are missing from the PS2 version, unless you can unlock them somehow, and I just haven't gotten there yet, uh, the two that are missing are called Jive Time and Sorcerer. 
Uh, so basically the other tables, and these are actually really, you know, these are real Williams tables, uh, including Space Shuttle, which Trick Terry actually has in his basement. Uh, but you've got uh, Black Knight, Firepower, Funhouse, which is one of my all-time favorites. Black Knight um, always triumphs. Oh, yeah. Gorgar, Jive Time on the PSP version, Pinbot, which is one of uh, Ken Williams' uh, Sushi X. That's one of his favorite pinball games. Uh, Sorcerer, which is only on the PSP version, Space Shuttle, Taxi, and Whirlwind. Um, just as a comparison to the Gottlieb Collection, and like I said, I really like the Gottlieb Collection. I play the heck out of it. This game is better in any in every way. It's yeah. a better selection of tables. Um, it's better ball physics. It's it's faster. It looks better. It sounds better. It uh, actually has one of the problems with the Gottlieb collection. It was it was pretty buggy, mm-hmm. and one of the bugs was a ball would get stuck all the time, and sure. not a lot, but it would happen. Uh, they actually have a thing in in this one where you can hit the start button and say call attendant, and what that does is it resets the ball. So they actually put a little safety feature in there this time. Uh, the PS2 version, like I said, it's it's good pinball. They've actually got like a. Uh, like a little tour that you have to unlock and everything else, but the PSP version I've been playing quite a lot, uh, and so I'll, I'll really focus on that now. And, and PSP version again, you can actually play it so you can twist your PSP vertical, so you have a longer table, which is really really cool. One thing they really did great this year on both versions was they actually fixed the cameras a little bit. Uh, with the Gottlieb one, if you get towards the top of the table, it's really tough to see it, or you could zoom the camera in, and then you couldn't see when the ball was coming back down to the flippers. It was really tough to judge things. What they've done this year, or on this version, is put like this uh, kind of reactive camera. So now, if you're down by the flippers, it kind of pulls back a little bit. When you get up to the top, it zooms in so you can see what's going on, and it, it, it's great. Um, like I said, color, graphics, everything are great. They're spot on. They use all the artwork from the real games, all the sound effects from the real games. Uh, Terry actually said it had, Spatial actually had some sound that his doesn't even do. So that was kind of cool. Uh, the PSP version also supports one to four players if you want to play multiplayer, including Wi-Fi ad hoc for one to two players, including game sharing to another PSP. So you can actually play two player with two different PSPs and it does game sharing, so you only have to have one copy of the game. Very um, cool. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had a real problem getting this from Amazon. I don't know if it's like that anymore. I got it from Buy.com, and I'm going to tell everybody, Buy.com, the PS2 version was $12.99. Buy.com, the PSP version was $19.99. If I had to choose between all the versions, I would go with the PSP one. I definitely would. Uh, but the PS2 version is actually quite good as well. It does not support 16.9 widescreen or anything like that, but it's a very solid version. Um, I'll tell you what, though. If you like pinball, you got to buy this game. There's no reason not to buy this game. For 20 bucks, you're getting a great value. I'm having a blast with it. And it keeps you... It kind of keeps you interested because you're trying to open up all these new things. So achievements actually give you something for a change. So okay. go out and buy it, kids. Go out and buy it. Okay. I, all right. I might. I don't know. I, I, I don't will. think so. Sorry. I, I, well, like I said, if you like pinball, but I'll tell you what. I like it's one pinball. of those games that I can sit down and play all the time. I'll just yeah, play some pinball. Just sit down for half yeah. an hour and play it. Pinball is one of those things you gotta you gotta be in the arcade. You gotta have fifteen pinball tables lined up. You gotta just see. But you know what they do really well in in both of these games? 
but. is that they have a lot of ambient sounds. So you actually hear Galaga playing in the background, and you yeah. hear all these real arcade games being played in the background while you're playing it. Okay, that's cool. It's awesome. I'll definitely okay, pick, I'll pick this up. up. I'll pick yeah. it up. The only reason I didn't yet was I already have like a ton of digital pinball games that I haven't played enough of, and I didn't like the Gottlieb collection that much, but after playing yours this weekend, it's it's really good. And yeah, Williams I love, love it. Fantastic tables. <laughs> okay, I agree. so, uh, so uh, let's go ahead and move on to our final review here, unless you got anything <laughs> else to say. No, let's give Mark a chance to talk for a change. No, that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm still playing my DS. Put it away. <laughs> Fucking cock. How unprofessional of you. <laughs> yeah, because we are the pinnacle of professionalism here. That's right. I don't know about you. I take my. I take this very uh, serious. Really? Okay, Mark. <laughs> you want me to start it off? Yeah, why that's, don't you? I, I actually didn't play this, but I watched Mark play this for, what, three hours, probably? Yeah. Three or four hours I watched you play. All right. Um, yeah, go ahead. Well, all right. Before Jared slams it completely. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fair okay. and balanced. Like he Fair has been for a week? Fair yeah. and balanced. Um, all right. My take on it, Lost Planet on PS3 is a inferior port. However, if you don't have a PC or a 360 to play it on, there's nothing wrong. Or, well, I shouldn't say there's nothing wrong. It's not so bad that it's a terrible game on PS3. It's got problems, right. yes, but I did not encounter anything that was game-breaking in it. Right. But like I okay. said, I, it is inferior. I, I, you know, I was I was expecting a lot of frame rate problems just because of what some people were saying. And... Um, the one part that I thought we were really going to have some problems was when that big worm thing popped out of the the snow, mm-hmm. and that ran beautifully. I mean, really it ran. All of us watched weirdest, it. Weirdest moments most of the time, like just in regular yeah, parts that. of the levels, not even in the most intense parts of the boss fights. Right. Well, I'll but I'll it, point I'll point out what I saw. Uh, was I bought I bought the game. And to compare and contrast, I, I downloaded the 360 demo, and I had it. I had the 360 on with my Switcher and the PS3 on with my Switcher, and I was just playing the exact same level back and forth. And I saw that the PS3 version had a s- stable frame rate. It is a bit worse than the 360 version, but what I'm saying by that is it runs. It seems to run like it's kind of in slow motion almost. When you compare it to the 360 version, which is pretty fast-paced and runs at a pretty smooth 30 frames per second, except for a couple of parts where it just gets, there's like 40 guys on screen at once. And that does happen in this game. Uh, I noticed the colors seemed a bit off on the PS3 version. The textures weren't as good on the PS3 version. I noticed that it doesn't have a lot of the same effects. And it seemed to have this really strange-looking motion blur effect that kind of made it look all icky hey, i should agree with that that's what, I saw. I, that's what i saw i don't know if the textures were inferior or not i didn't compare them directly but it does seem to have a weird like anti-aliasing motion blur filter on it at all times it makes it look softer yeah i i was i, I like i said i saw both versions uh pretty much side by side on the same level and 
well, yes, you can make an argument that the PS3 version, if you can only play it on PS3, is worth playing. It is, as far as I'm concerned, far inferior to the 360 version. See, I don't think it's far inferior. I, I mean, I it either. is, but... I'd say far. I'm sorry. I, I watched that game, and Terry watched that game, and Mark was playing it. We were all sitting around saying, this isn't a bad game. And no. well, for, for a consensus a like that... But the thing is, I mean, you're, you're saying it's far inferior, and I've seen the 360 version played. It's not far inferior. It plays fine. It has chugs every now and then, but they don't detract the gameplay. We saw plenty of things on the screen going insane all over the place, and it played just fine. The sound works fine. The graphics look really good. If you, if it, you have nothing not, to compare it directly to, you're not going to know the graphics are bad. I mean, they still look good. If you look at the the PC, the 360 version or a PC version running on a good PC, yeah, it does look worse. But if you've never seen the other two or don't really care, it doesn't look bad. Okay, I'll I I will I will concede to that. I will concede. Yeah. To that. So, you know, now that we're done talking about the port, let's actually talk about the game. <laughs> I. I love the game for whatever reason, but for all for all intents this, and purposes, this is a pretty average game. It's got this really cool old school aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? It's the best 16 bit like platforming run and gun done in 3D. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, and it's it, down to the, like the canned animations, like picking weapons up or getting knocked down, which gets frustrating because you get stuck in the animation and you can't do anything. But it's oh, just yeah, like that old that was bad. Bit our games yeah but you know it's a nice it, it's it's a throwback it really does feel old school which is why i really like it yeah and actually i really do like the art style i mean like i said with that with that big worm thing that jumps out of the snow i mean the first it, time it lunged forward and and like ate jared's or uh, mark's character <laughs> and every one of us <laughs> were like holy shit yeah and that's yeah, the I, end there ain't I, no coming back that motherfucker eats on. you yeah, I I really like the art style in this game, and and I was just enthralled by watching him play it, and that's why I actually like watching some people play games like this because I can really appreciate the aesthetic a lot more, and I, you know the art style is really cool on this game. It's not a game I want to play. I I I've played the demo a few times, and it's just not my thing. But I it's a cool game. It's it's yeah. the visuals are neat. Yeah, it's got the it's it's got a really strange look. Uh, you know, I've got a couple problems with gameplay. Oh, my big complaint is that it does a pretty bad job of telling you where and where to go and what you need to do. Like that yeah, part yeah. you guys are talking about, that big worm. When that big worm shows up, the first thing I think is, as a gamer, okay, time to pull up my gun out and kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I start, so I start shooting at the thing, and I'm shooting at the little orange bubbles, and I'm taking a bunch of them out, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna win. And then all of a sudden, you cross this invisible line on the battlefield you're playing, and you hear your boss go, "You have no chance. Get the hell out of there." And then you slowly realize you weren't supposed to fight the thing. You were just supposed to run the hell away. Exactly. Run away! So that's what I did. We're like, oh shit, what am I going to do? And it's like, run to the building over there. So I get to the building and there's nowhere to go in. And then I'm like, what the hell do I do? Until I realize there's another building like a half mile away <laughs> yeah. that I got to run to. That's two clicks, yeah. soldier. And uh, by the way, the, the snow version of the worm from Dune is chasing your ass while you're doing this. It, it's Starship Troopers in the snow. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I like no, it. No, no, no. It's not, it's not Starship Troopers in the snow. It's Dune in the snow. Well, it's, it's Dune Cross. Well, no, because they didn't fight the big worms in Dune. They just rode them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and would be some, cool. There's some fantastic set pieces in this game, and some of the bosses yeah. are awesome. I, I will but, say I have much more fun fighting the insects 
than I do fighting the pirates. Yeah, the AI kind of sucks. And they just kind of stand there and shoot. Yeah. Yeah, but we've seen sea pirates, we've seen space pirates, but we've rarely seen snow pirates. <laughs> Except for the movie See, Ice so Pirates. <laughs> Hell yeah. Robert Urich at his finest. <laughs> Love Wait, that freaking movie. Finest? Hey, Robert Urich was a good actor. Don't be down on Robert Urich, man. Come on, Vegas. He part. He lives in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, one of one of the, you know, one of the big things they sell in the PS3 version is you know the online component, and the big thing that it has all of the downloadable content available for this game right on the disc. So you've got a total of sixteen maps, and all these maps are big and pretty well designed. And the other cool bonus is that it's got a couple of unlockable skins. Two of which are Frank West from Dead Rising and Mega Man. <laughs> but the Yay. Mega Man is actually the model from Dead Rising where Frank West, when you collect all the Mega Man parts and your Mega Man. Yeah. And it, there's right. also the uh, PS3's exclusive has the, uh, the chick. Luca, is that her name? Yeah, Luca. Yeah, My name is Luca. Too. Oh, one I more live thing. on the second floor. The story in this game is uh, not good. <laughs> it's it's cheese. It's total it's sci-fi cheese. It's yeah. it's pretty cheese. No, it's anime sci-fi cheese. And you know yeah. you've got the classic amnesia, you know amnesia character. And there's I I love <laughs> in every anime there always seems to be that one guy's like, why must we fight? Why can't we live in peace? That person's in this game. Uh, and then he gets shot. And then yeah, he gets. Sh- Does he get shot? I don't know. You beat I have no it. Idea. I don't know. Uh, no, no. My favorite part I, is the uh, how every character's name is just like some normal name. Like the main character oh, yeah. is Wayne. Just Wayne. <laughs> Not the last name. Just Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, his, the chick has a slightly odd name with Luca, but then there's Rick. <laughs> well, no. Here's the, here's the best part. The, the guy you play as Wayne. He's actually modeled after a Korean supermodel. <laughs> I, I yeah. can't remember his name, but if you look on the opening, if you look on the opening where on the bottom it says copyright Capcom 2007, etc., one of the things is like copyright South Korea Lee Hoog Soo Kwa mm-hmm. or whatever his name is. And you know what that translates to? Savory Cade. That's right. That's me. Asian <laughs> sexiness. But you know, like the names actually remind me a little bit more of the whole 8 and 16-bit throwback where they would take the Japanese names and Americanize everything. Like so you got like Bob and Jill and <laughs> well, you Brock just Brockington. Evil. <laughs> Chris, uh, Jill, did Bob you try Torso. It online at all? Uh, I played. I played. Well, here's the thing. Um, after seeing both versions, I went and traded, and I played a little bit of the PlayStation Three online, and yeah, it's solid. Uh, one thing I did notice on the PlayStation 3 version is that they toned down the visuals quite a bit from the single player to the online, and I think they did that a little bit, too, on the 361. They, d- actually, they did actually, do that on the 361. Yeah, I took my PS3 version and traded it in and bought the 360 version with the store credit, because I'm like, okay, I want to play this, but I want to play the best version. <laughs> and in in my finest tradition, I got the collector's edition of Lost oh, Planet. Boy. Yep. Are there Jeez. people still playing it online on 360? I heard it was oh, there's plenty. There's, there's plenty. Huh. It's pretty That's easy good. to find a game. Yeah, I tried. I played PS3 online a little bit. Um, 
most people are in the ranked matches. I played a couple unranked, but it was a lot harder to find a game. You end up playing people from around the world a lot more than just like your territory. Lots of Japanese servers up. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I think I only played like one or two ranked games, and I mean it's fun. I went up a whole bunch of levels in one game, so I don't know. It was pretty cool. And one of the cool, yeah, you mentioned levels. One of the cool things is uh, it has the Call of Duty Forest style uh, RPG level up system where you know you're constantly leveling up, and as you level up, you unlock new skins and that kind of thing. So. And it's got reason for you to come back, and there's a lot of really cool maps, lots of cool modes. Uh, you know, territory controller, whatever they call it on this, is really fun in this game because they've got these these different beacons that you go about the yeah. level. You get and you press uh, B, well B for me, circle for you guys. You press circle on it a whole lot until uh, the beam goes from red, and if you're on the blue team, it'll suck down and then it'll shoot up the blue light, and it takes quite a while to actually press it, and you've got to be you know, pretty quick with the buttons. Yeah, it's fun though. Yeah, I I, I really dig it. Uh, you know, as Mark was saying, this is a. I actually like it a bit more than Mark. Uh, he said it was pretty average. I actually well, really I, dig it. I no, don't get me wrong. I love the game, but I think honestly, for most people, this would be a completely average game. You know, right. it reminds me of. I think we were talking about this too. It actually reminds me a little bit of Earth Defense Force. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, but that, that same kind of fighting all these big flying alien things and running around. I mean, it's a deeper game than that, of course, but yeah. it just kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And and it's oh, not just one guy shooting. You can also get into mechs. There's tons of different yeah, that's weapons. Uh, yeah, the mechs. You can actually grab the weapon from the mech. Yeah, the mechs are actually my favorite part of the game. When you actually get into a mech and start doing all the big mech battles, those are a lot of fun. Yeah. We forgot to mention the PS3 install. Oh yeah, five gigs. Which, yeah. when you consider, is uh, say since the original Lost Planet came on a DVD nine, if you think that it took all nine gigs, they're actually storing more than half of the game onto your hard drive, and it still runs the way it does. Which is who, sure who knows if that DVD, DVD was? Nine. Yeah, it, it's probably installing the entire game to the hard drive. Yeah, yeah and not only that, let's um, you know, and it's not it's not like a case with like Unreal Engine three having issues. This is the same engine. This is the proprietary Capcom next gen engine. This engine uh, powered Devil May Cry 4. And yes, even though you had to do the 5 gigabyte install, they were virtually identical on PS3 and 360. Mm-hmm. No, I'll agree. I mean, okay. Well, I say if you don't have a choice of the other two, it's still, you know, more than playable on PS3 if you want to play it. My take on it is don't reward Capcom for doing a inferior port. I mean, it's obvious they were just lazy with it. Like you said, this was the same engine as Devil May Cry. You know, 5 gigabyte install. I mean, you get the benefit of no load times, but like you said, you know, 360 didn't really have really long load times anyway. Yeah, I'll take, a much, I'll take a much better looking game with a couple short load times any day. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have a PC that can run it, PC is still the best version. Um, if you have a PC that can run it or a 360, buy one of those versions. Yeah, and um, that... And- Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, Capcom should not be rewarded for doing this, because it, it's obvious they can do a hell of a lot better. Yeah, and the, insane. and the whole argument of, well, you get all the stuff on one disc, that's kind of a moot point when you consider that uh, the Xbox 360 version, all the downloadable content you can get is now free. They actually uh, dropped all the prices. All the downloadable content that's available for this game is free. 
except yeah. for the Mega Man thing. You know, you can still be Luca on the PS3 version, and that's the only exclusive. But you know, other than that, there's there's no if you have the ability to play it on another system, there is no reason to buy it on PlayStation 3. It's the exactly. worst version of this game. And I will not be buying it. I bought this game twice now. The PC version, which <laughs> I don't know if I told the story before, but the demo of the PC version, it, I mean, it didn't run great on my PC, but it ran playable. So yeah, I bought the, the whole game, and then the whole game ran like shit. So I couldn't yeah, the, play it. The last Planet on PC was one of the very first Vista DirectX 10 games, and if you have a super souped-up system, it really does look yeah, fantastic. Mine but is, if you don't... It's borderline, and like once I got the full version, it couldn't run it, even the same level that was in the demo. Um, then I bought right. the, the 360 version when I got a 360 this summer for dirt cheap used. But as soon as I saw it was coming out for PS3, I'm like, oh, cool. So I sold the 360 version. Now, I'm not rebuying it. I bought it twice now. That's enough. There's still rumors that um, Lost Planet Colonies is coming. In fact, Capcom said we're supposed to get info on that next week, I think. Yeah, but I, is that coming for PlayStation 3? I heard that was only Xbox 360. No, I think it's uh, all systems. Uh, we'll see. Well, maybe with, I mean, it's more than likely maybe that will come with a patch that will fix it. Or maybe it'll just run better. But yeah, it, the way this version is right now, if you want to play it and there is no other option to you, sure, give it a shot. But in my it's, opinion, it's, it's a, still perfectly fun. I mean, if you like shotting at it. Right. Yeah. This is a good Gamefly game. Yeah, it's a great yeah. game to rent. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to finish playing through the single player, play online for a little bit, and send it back. And that's it. All right. Okay. So uh, we're done with our uh, review extravaganza. Well, mini extravaganza. Oh, that was like an hour of reviews. Yeah. 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 So uh, we got to get on it. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Mark. What have you been playing this week? Oh, God. Did you just do a NASCAR reference? I love NASCAR. Ugh. God. World of Warcraft and NASCAR? Wow. Epic fail. Man. Epic. Anyway, I have been playing Lost Planet, obviously. Uh, a little more Dynasty Warrior 6. I'm still digging it. I still haven't gotten a chance to play co-op, and my one of my buddies is coming over on Sunday, so I'm probably going to hang on to it till then, and we'll play it. Um, I kind of wanted to send it back to get Smash Brothers from Gamefly, but we'll see. This weekend! <laughs> I yeah. know. But I'm out of money, so I'm just going to rent it for now. Um, played a little bit of God of War for PSP. Picked that up yesterday. Um, it's good. It's God of War on PSP. I like God of War. I don't love it. So... It, if, I mean, if you played the demo, it's great. You know, God of War on PSP. And that's all I really got to say about it for now. We'll probably review that next week. Yeah, we'll have, uh, a, we'll have a full report on it next week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, played a lot of uh, Space Invaders Extreme, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I also picked, when I picked up God of War, I picked up a new DS game, Mystery Dungeon, Sheer and the Wanderer. Uh, put in a hell of a lot more time on that than I have God of War already. Fantastic game. If you have a DS, check this out. It's a a roguelike game. Rogue was an ancient PC game, um, even older than Jared for real this time. Um, where <laughs> the dungeons God are randomized. <laughs> the dungeons, everything's randomized every time you play. The dungeons are the items. You have potions and scrolls and whatever. But the one, if one heals you in one game, it could kill you the next. 
So you have to identify everything. The weapons, you don't know what any of their abilities are. And this one is simplified more. It's actually a port of an old Super Famicom game that never made it to the U.S. called Fushigi no Dungeon 2, Sharon the Wanderer. Um, kind of like a Japanese-themed game. They kind of Americanized some of the names. So instead of like uh, some of the Japanese weapons, instead of like a katana, you've got a, a master sword or whatever. But it doesn't really matter because the game's still fun. But like everything's randomized, despite the fact that the, most of it's random. The, it still looks great. The graphics are really, really good. Um, you don't retain anything if you die. If you die, you start over. But when you get to certain points, you can start kind of unlocking things, if you're like completing subquests that I think will stay open the next time you play, or you find warehouses where you can dump your weapons in that game and then keep going. And then when you die, they'll be there the next time you start over. And as you hmm. go, like you learn as a player, you learn like how to beat enemies, how to avoid certain things. So it's a really cool game. I think the main dungeon's like 30 to 50 levels. Then once you actually beat the game, there's like a 50, 50 different challenges in this one challenge mode with theme dungeons. Like you go in, it takes all your items, but now traps don't hurt you, but they'll hurt monsters. So you have to use traps if you beat monsters. And then once you beat all that, there's a 99-level dungeon that features every single item and monster in the game. And it's crazy. Uh, but I've gone on about that too long since this is a PlayStation podcast. But yeah, check it out. stop talking yeah. about your nerd game. Yeah, check it out if you've got a DS. It's very, very cool, and Sega deserves your support for bringing this one over. And oh. I think that's it. Well, you played some... We really didn't play a lot at your house that weekend, did we? No, I played... Well, I watched you guys play baseball a lot. Um, I played a little bit of the pinball, which I kind of talked about already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, uh, Jared. I had a... I had a good gaming week, but it started out fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> my brother, uh, in his infinite wisdom, deleted my Lost Odyssey save. <laughs> I have Man. never, I have not been that, I don't think I've ever been that pissed off before in my entire life. I mean, I was, I was furious. I, I was about 18 hours in, I was at the very beginning of disc three, but uh, he swore up and down to me he will get he will, he will play the game for me again and get me to that point. Uh, and he's actually doing it. He's about two thirds of the way there. Um, and uh, God, God bless him for it. Well, he feel he does feel bad. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And it, you know, he's trying to apologize while I'm thinking of ripping his intestines out and playing with him till he dies. Um, so you turned to so, Wow in the meantime. I'll get to that. Um. <laughs> Uh, I also picked up uh, Bully Scholarship Edition. Uh, Bully on Ooh, PlayStation. I heard that's Dude. broken. God, people, I, I'll get to that. You know, that is one of the most criminally under, underlooked and best games of the last generation. It is so funny. No, 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 no. Apparently the 360 version is having a lot of problems that Rockstar's already addressed. Yeah, I said I'd get to that. Oh, okay. You, I thought you were kind of going into the me saying that was... All right, forget no, it. No, I, under, no, I misunderstood. That's okay. I love you too. Um, Whoa, you know, it's <laughs> uh, you know that game is so fantastic, so funny, so amazingly well written. Uh, if you have not played that, shame on you. If you own a PlayStation Two and you haven't played it, or if you have a a Wii or a 360 and you haven't played it, shame on you. Hey, However, the yes, 
I haven't played it. Shame on you. I haven't played it either. What the hell, guys? Seriously. It's not my type of game. You're you're wrong. It is. It is your type of game. You just don't know oh, it. Oh, that's right. My opinion's wrong. It is. It, you are wrong this time. I'm sorry to tell you this. Sorry to break it. That's the first time for So everything. it is my kind of game? All right. Yes. Yeah. I'll buy it. Um, I wanted to play it. I just kind of forgot about it and never did. You know, yeah. you can get, you could probably get, the, if you don't care about the high-res graphics for the 360 mm. version, or you don't want to swing the Wii remote to hit somebody, you can just get the PlayStation 2 version, which you can get now for 15 bucks used. And it is a phenomenal game. Uh, apparently, the 360 version is having problems on some older models. Uh, yeah, I kind of noticed it. There's, the frame rate gets pretty choppy, which apparently it was supposed to be really smooth. Um, I haven't had the game freeze on me, but apparently Rockstar is, quote, horrified by this discovery, and uh, they are working around the clock for a patch, so that should be coming very soon. But uh, Maybe it's this- just a feature of the game to red ring all the old consoles so that they can get them <laughs> out of the houses. <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know, it, apparently, and when that when that does get fixed, the 360 of this game will be the definitive version of what is an overlooked classic. The fantastic! I love, love, love this game. And uh, here's the cool part: um, in my collector's edition ways, uh, I had the collector's edition of the PlayStation Two version of Bully which came in a giant cardboard locker and I kept the locker when I traded in the game to get the store credit for this version and so I have the world's only and uh, let's put I have the limited edition of Bully Scholarship Edition for 360 because I have the only collector's edition of Bully Scholarship Edition for 360 I'm badass oh yeah bow to my glory yeah chicks are really going to dig you for that now hell yeah (laughs) His mom says he's cool. <laughs> Worked last night for Chuck's mom. <laughs> Anything works for Chuck's mom. <laughs> Usually a fifth of Jack helps the most. Oh. oh. And uh, other than that, um, I've been playing uh, God of War, Chains of Olympus. I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, we'll talk about it next week. I will just say it's the best looking and best sounding PSP game ever by a mile. Uh, so far, at least, unless there's a horribly debilitating glitch that kills the visual and audio experience, it is unmatched on a handheld. Yeah, definitely. And, oh, I forgot uh, to mention something. Sorry to yes. interrupt you. Go for um, it. Ready at Dawn, the guys who did Chains of Olympus, posted on their website today that um, Chains of Olympus is their last PSP game. They're moving on to other projects and other consoles. And there will not be a PSP PS2 port of the game. Wow, that goes against popular. There will not be one. That's what they say on the website. Now, I mean, that's what they're saying. Sony could easily like hand it off to some other developer and have them port it. But that's what Ready at Dawn is saying on their website. Well, here here's my opinion on this. This is such a great. I mean, this is a this is a system seller instantly, and we'll, we'll get into that next week. Just how freaking good this game is, but. Why bring that to the PlayStation 2? Keep this on this system. Have it sell PSPs. Yeah. That's my opinion. I mean, people who are on the fence about getting PSPs and then see their favorite franchise, God of War, show up, they're just going to go, oh, okay, I'll wait for the PS2 version. Eh. I just, just throwing it out. All right. And uh, 
Let's see. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I bought World of Warcraft. Damn it. Nerd. Uh, it was on sale. And, uh, it, it, oh, it, you're still paying getting, bucks a month for it. You know what? So I see one. arsenic on sale every now and then, but I don't buy it. I see Chuck's mom on sale, but I don't go there. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it, it it just reminded me how much I hate PC gaming. Um, you know, I, I, I'll freely admit, I'm not tech-savvy. Uh, I My PC is now, like, 21-month-old laptop that was a piece of crap when I bought it. As Glenn will attest to, because every week he goes, God, your sound card sucks. Um, uh, so... I had to go buy RAM. I had to install RAM. Uh, thankfully, the, so now uh, the game was on sale for thirty bucks, and then you <laughs> went and spent more money. You spent what forty some dollars on 30. RAM for your laptop. Okay, so you spent as much money on RAM for your laptop so you could play the game that you bought on sale for thirty bucks. So now essentially you bought the game for sixty bucks, which is the normal price, I believe. Well, I needed more RAM anyway, and it helps the computer. Good. You, you're you're finally finally finding a way to rationalize everything you do. I'm I'm good at that. Okay, so yeah, so I bought that, and and thank you to the uh, VGEVO chat box for, you know, I go on there and I'm like, how do you how hard is it to install RAM? And they're like, it's about as easy as plugging a cord into a wall. And yes. So in other words, is, it took Jared two hours. It took me all. Of, <laughs> it took me all of twenty seconds. And um. Fuck you to Best Buy. They want to charge people $30 to install RAM in your computer. If you So you just figured that out now? We've known that for years. I, I, like I said, not very tech. Hey, I never had yeah. to buy it, so I didn't know. S- screw the Geek Squad. Screw them. Screw the Geek Squad. <laughs> screw their stupid thin tie. Screw their stupid beetle. You know. You know and then I, I did that. I spent an hour installing that in the expansion. I spent 15 minutes setting up an account. I spent another... Two hours patching it, you know. The good, the only good thing that came from the installation was I watched a bunch of episodes of Dexter, um, and you know, so I finally got in there, and yeah, I'm having fun. Uh, I am not big on the MMO genre. I hated Final Fantasy XI. The only MMO I ever really got into was Fantasy Star Online, and if you even want to count that as an MMO, I mean, I don't. No. Yeah. So yeah. It's, fun i'm a i'm a mage uh i'm i'm busy throwing fireballs at random little like troll looking dudes hanging out in front of a mine collecting their candles and their satchels to give to a marshal and you know gain quests it's all right i i I don't know how much i'm gonna play i'm probably not gonna play a lot so tune in again next year when jared still says that he's gonna stop playing (laughs) next week after he sells his PS3 for WoW money. <laughs> I have to just mine some more gold. Just a little bit more gold. And then go kill <laughs> some rabbits. It's you know what we all think of that, Mar- uh, Jared? You know what we all think of you playing World of Warcraft? <laughs> Fail. You know, I I bet you two... Did one of you, have one of you two ever played World of Warcraft? No. no. Actually, my Battlefield clan, half of them really went off to play that game, and they were trying to talk me into playing it. So the, one of the LAN parties I went to, they actually installed the 14-day trial on my machine when I was at the bar or whatever, and I came <laughs> back, and I'm like, what the hell is this? 
And they're all kind of sitting around laughing. Come on, try it, try it. I said, nope, uninstalled it right there. Come, okay. join us. I have too many friends who have just gotten lost in the stupid game, and I refuse to play it. Yeah, I have Call of Duty 4. I don't need World of Warcraft. I don't know. It, it, there's something about that genre that just kind of doesn't appeal to me. But, you know, then again, I haven't yeah, really got it. But you still played it eight hours. Yeah, well... It, I, mean, I can understand. That, I can just see because... Jared playing the game. God, I, this just doesn't do anything for me at all. Oh, oh, there's some gold. I, I just can't stand <laughs> this game. Oh, a hat. Oh, I just, I, I, I don't know why anybody would play this crap. Ooh, a f- oh, I can try to fight that rabbit. I felt hey, like Glenn, that too, though. Like, Glenn, Glenn, so popular, here, Glenn, but I'm missing something. Here, you know what? You know why you don't play it, Glenn? Because you know what will happen. No, because it doesn't interest me in the least. Because. I tried the free trial of Star Wars Galaxies once. Well, you Ooh, tried the free trial of the worst MMO ever created. Doesn't matter. Just seeing the mechanics and everything, I was like, God, I can't stand this. I mean, so, you know. Yeah, it's just, it, there's no way I'll ever play one of those. There, it's, it just bores me to tears. Okay. All right. And with that. that Jared. <laughs> <laughs> you and your stupid repetitive sound bites. I know. I love them, though. Here, I yep. got this one, too. <laughs> Haunting, isn't it? Glenn, what have you been playing? I've been playing, uh... Jared's emotions. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been playing with his emotions. You wanna die? <laughs> uh, well, the normal stuff that I already talked about at MLB 08, the show on PSP, PS2, and PS3, mainly the PS3 version. Uh, I've been playing Pinball Hall of Fame for PS2 and PSP, again, mainly the PSP version. Um, one game that we're going to talk about in a little bit, Space Invaders Extreme. I've been playing a ton of that lately. Uh, actually got back into Super Stardust HD a little bit. I'm going to actually, I kind of want to start working on that and really getting something going. Uh, and then as I've been talking about for weeks, uh, a lot of Call of Duty 4 on the 360 up until last Friday. Last Friday we had our, well, we had our, our, we had our big match with Gamers with Jobs and, you know, they were all saying, oh, this is like all these VGEVO guys. It wasn't. Actually, Double Recon couldn't make the match uh, because he had to work. So really, from VGEVO, it, it was only myself and Cry for War. And actually, like John Lidke said, I was actually a member of Team Fremont before VGEVO even, eh, even existed. So I was representing for TFL. But we all got on. Um, you know, it was eight on eight. We played three different versions or three different modes. We played a match of Search and Destroy, played a match of domination and then we played a match of team uh team deathmatch and all of us from the tfl side we were kind of playing around with search and destroy before that we were, were trying for days to play it and we all just hate that mode it's counter-strike that's all it is one team's got a bomb that you try to blow up a couple of different sites and one of them tries to defend i i don't like counter-strike i never have and all of us were pretty much under the same the, the, under the same mentality we just don't like this mode so we said, let's just start with Search and Destroy, because if we win at that, we're probably going to be fine. But who knows? Because we had, uh, I think it was Stuttering Billy had actually played with them, some of the gamers, with Jobs guys, and he was like, these guys are actually really good. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, but, ah, well, I mean, if we lose, we really win, because then we get to hear Journey on the background for TFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it should have been gone. Um, I was hoping you guys would lose. I wanted to hear that so uh, bad. And, and everybody was trying to get me to throw the match, and I, I gave him a chance. I gave them a chance. I went out to their to their forums and I, I posted and I said, "Listen, if we get fifty reviews in iTunes for our show by Friday, 
I and one of our other players will only use one pack for the entire match. For all three modes, we'll use one weapons pack. And they wouldn't go for it. They're cocking off and uh, you can strap a midget to your back while he's holding a Glock and come in. I don't care. We're going to kick your ass. And <laughs> it was, so, I mean, it was all friend, you know, friendly banter and everything. Uh, so we get in and Search and Destroy is you play three on one side and then three on the other. So th- three rounds you're, you're attacking, three rounds you're defending. And we lost the first two rounds. I mean, we just lost right away. And we didn't lose another one after that. <laughs> so we beat him in Search and Destroy 4-2. to two. Um, We got to Domination, and it's one of my favorite maps called Strike. And we doubled their score. And then, you know, Team Deathmatch, we didn't have to do. We did it for fun. So would and you say you dominated? We creamed them. We... It was funny, too, because, you know, they're all in the chats. They're, we're in the lobby, and they're like, oh, you guys, you were playing like such a team and all this other crap. I'm like, really? We don't play together at all. I, I have the PS3 version. That's what I play. We really don't play together at all, but we really did. We played as a team very well. You know, John Lakey's uh, little brother came in and, and played with us, and um, I'm going to forget everybody, but it was Cry for War. It was um, J-Dog was on there. Uh, a bunch of the other guys, and it was a blast. The Games with Jobs uh, team was an absolute blast to play with. It was very douche-free. <laughs> uh, we didn't have any technical problems. Uh, just a really fun group of people. Uh, so I, I tell everybody, you know, get out there. Check out their website at gamerswithjobs.com. Uh, they have a really good podcast. They call it The Conference Call, which is actually kind of funny. Uh, I've listened to a few episodes of that now, and um, really good people, and I hope we can get together again. Uh, but yeah, we kicked the shit out of them. Literally, just killed them. Now, so. okay, so I, I can't remember how it worked. So, if Team Fremont lost, they had to play Journey in the background. What does Gamers yeah. with Jobs? Uh, they have to use how this all started was somebody on Gamers with Jobs forums was complaining about the music that Hilden uses on TFL. Wasn't it? He didn't Rod? like the male music, I think, or something. No, Rod. <laughs> I thought Rod went to those boards or something. No, no, no. Rod has disappeared off the face. Oh, I think Rod's disappeared, yeah. Uh, And we'll tell the Rod story someday, too. But, um... That's a douche. One one of the... A few of the people were kind of... I don't know if it was jokingly or what, but they were complaining about the music. So this all came about. Um, But the thing is, when they played Halo 3 last week, uh, they tied. They got to the point where the Gamers with Jobs guys had to leave, but they were tied. So if we would have lost they still had a chance to tie again this next week with uh, Team Fortress 2. But since we won, they can still tie as well. So it's kind of weird. They're trying to figure out a fourth game just in case there's, you know, a loss. Because if TFL wins this week, then they win outright and they're fine. But if if TFL loses in Team Fortress 2, it's a tie again. And I don't know, it's all messed up. But I'm out of it. So, Uh, yeah, we got done Friday night with Call of Duty 4. I turned it off and I put it in the box and it's sold. It's already gone. Hmm. It will never be played again on the 360. So I've been playing the PS3 version again. I'm trying to get into it, and I actually found myself hitting the wrong triggers and getting me a little pissed off, but uh, played the PS3 version a little bit more. Uh, played one of the worst PSP games I've ever seen in my life, and it's this e- EA Replay Vault. Oh, oh. <clears throat> I bought it. The Genesis version of Syndicate, not even the good version. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when I was up in TFL land in uh, Minneapolis, uh, Thanksgiving time, we went on Black Friday, and I found this for like three bucks, and I'd never played it. 
And so I cracked it open two nights ago, and I put it in, and I'm like, man, this is horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. So, uh, How does something with Road Rash suck? I hate Road Rash. I've never liked Road fuck Rash. Fuck you! No, no fuck way. you. I don't like Road Rash. I never have. Um, and then I, I added a couple more games to my backlog, which I haven't even cracked yet, but I bought for the PS3 uh, Star Wars The Complete Saga, uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, Got Great it used game. for uh, forty bucks and or no, thirty bucks, thirty bucks, and then uh, I, I said if I could find this for under twenty, I'd buy it. So for the three sixty, I bought Project Silphid. I found it for fourteen. Have you played it yet? No. Well, I played the demo. I, I liked it. So, uh, and then I also bought for six bucks for the PS two Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, that's that's a classic, dude. That's yeah. that's right up there with Bully as one of the more underrated games from the last gen. And then uh, I also got this one that Terry and Mark were kind of going back and forth on, and I found it for six bucks, seven bucks. A game called Platypus for the uh, PSP, oh. and it's a shmup that's made. It's like claymation. It's all clay stuff. I played it a couple times. Yeah, for six bucks, it's worth it. But anything more, I probably would have been disappointed. Uh, it's pretty standard fare. Nothing really that special. So, but it looks really good. Um, and then, uh, uh, I think that's actually about it. Just a lot of baseball. So that, that really took up a lot of my time this week. Cool. Okay. So, so. we have a little, a little thing we want to go over before we hit the news. Yeah. And, right. uh, Mark, why don't you kick this in? Cause since you're the biggest, uh, biggest schmuppy guy here. All right. Our, uh. Well, last year, this time, we well, it, it pretty much started with Team Fremont and Broadcast Gamer Podcast, and MC Wilson came up with the idea to uh, to make March Shm- Appreciation Month. Basically, what that means is, you know, you go out, discover new shmups or shoot 'em ups, like Gradius, R-Type, those kind of games, and you play them, you enjoy them, and we had little challenges going on the Team Fremont forums. Well, this year, MC really stepped it up a notch, and if you go to shmupmonth.com, he's got an entire thing set up for it. Fridays this month are now shmup, or is it Shmup Appreciation Fridays or something? Yeah, yeah something like game to it. Like, this Friday is going to be Blue Wish Resurrection, which is a freeware shmup you can download for PC, which is pretty cool. It kind of emulates bullet hell shmups, where you've got, you know, curtains of bullets draining down on you. But it's kind of yeah. fun. Um, and it's got a badass contest going where you can win a Japanese white PS2 and a game called Escaluda, which is definitely one of the best vertical shmups ever made. Yeah, it's a cool game. Yeah. So basically, play in, on, in Shmup Appreciation Fridays and post a score to enter your name in it. And also, if you email him through the website, he's Vic Viper on the website for the month. He'll no, 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 no. You a... that's, that's Vic Viper. That's not MC. That's, oh, that's Vic. right. That's, that's Vic Viper. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll assign you a, a shmup. Either you can, you can have him assign you one to go out and buy or give him a list of the ones you own. And you basically play that one for the month. And if you choose to do so, you can use some sort of artistic ability to, what is it, write a story, write some music, or like draw or paint something that has to do yeah, with I'm, the shmup you're assigned. I'm, I'm going to do macaroni art. <laughs> you and, probably and, could. And then Professor Moe, <laughs> uh, Professor Moe grades your assignment, and only the good ones get thrown into the hat, and then at uh, the Midwest Gaming Classic uh, this 
at the very end of this month, the name will be drawn from a hat, and then the uh, winner gets the, the prize. Yeah. So the only way to get your entry in twice is to compete and enter some artistic thingy. So my uh, assigned shmup is actually R-Type 2 from the R-Types collection on PS1. Cool. I'm and you have R- that. Yeah, I'm a huge R-Type fan, and that's actually probably the the R-Type game I played the least, except for the kind of spin-off game R-Type Leo, which was only an arcade and never made it to any home systems. Huh. Yeah. But you like it? Glenn, oh, yeah, it's badass. It's incredibly hard, like all the R-Type games are. Yeah, but... R-Type is brutal. Yeah. Um, did you guys enter the contest or not? Yeah, no. I did. Glenn, what the hell? Yeah. I, you know, the, no, here's the problem. You uh, that's on fr- no, that's on Friday nights, and there's something else that happens on Friday nights, and that's me editing this show and releasing it. Yeah, but you can at least enter uh, to yeah. get a shmup and play it in your spare time. We'll see. I'm looking at houses and everything, so. Oh, my. There are more <laughs> important things at hand, Glenn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> appreciate. Yeah, God. I should sh- appreciate on my own. Yeah. In fact, we. And the other problem is a lot of my stuff is actually up in Marshfield still, so I don't yeah. have a lot of my games here. Well, uh, like Glenn and I have been playing a new import shmup that oh. is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, I picked up the import of Space Invaders Extreme for PSP. Now, yeah, this is old school Space Invaders kicked up a notch or you know like a thousand notches. Basically, they they made it like Res or Everyday Shooter, like a music game. So, still got you know the same old pixely Space Invaders above you, shooting at you, and you've got your little ship on the bottom. But every shot now is like a beat in the music, and every explosion is like a beat. So it's got like a driving techno soundtrack now. So it all fits together yeah. wonderfully. Um, and it's it's got this really cool background the whole time, like this insanely uh, animated background. And it's not just Space Invaders. They actually pull up different enemies on the screen. And yeah. you've got these that if you hit them, they blow up or they turn into more enemies. Or, um, you know, you get the little alien ship that goes across the top. And there's one that goes across the bottom every now and then. If you get the, the flashing one, it takes you to a bonus round. And Yeah, and to get the flashing ones, like there's four different color, five different colors of Space Invaders now. Yep. Um, if you get four in a row of one color, it'll actually drop a power up. Like you get a power beam that just kind of cuts across straight up across the screen or an exploding shot or like an extra wide, like quintuple shot. It's really cool. But then if you get eight of them, I think like four of one color and then four of another, that's when the flashing UFO comes out and it'll send you on to a bonus round depending on what colors you got. And those are all different. There's all different stuff to do. There's one where there's your one ship when you're is on ice, sliding back and forth, <laughs> and you can't stop it. But you have to destroy a certain number of space invaders that are flying all over the screen. That yeah, sounds just awesome. awesome. It's and it's like space invaders with Galaga. It's uh, it's like but, it's like Pac-Man CE on yeah uh, exactly. They took a classic game and just upgraded the hell out of it and made it awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's badass. It's coming to the U.S. Yeah, you don't have to spend twice the price on the import. Um, it's coming out for <laughs> DS and PSP. GameStop has it listed for June sixteenth for both, um, at like twenty it. bucks each. So nice. Yeah, this this is you need to buy this for one system or the other. They're both pretty much the same. I think the DS puts uh your readouts and stuff on the top 
for your score and like what combos you have going. Oh yeah, they're like huge combo meter now too. It's crazy. Right. With the PSP one, it just kind of cuts off the sides, so your your scores and stuff is reading vertically down the sides while you have the play field in the middle. But it works fine. I think I like the PSP version better just because of the bigger screen. But I haven't actually yeah. played the PS version. And actually, there is a, a Japanese demo you can go out and download for the PSP. Um, should we put a link to it in the show notes? We can do that. All right. I mean, it's in Japanese, but I think there's only... The menu is actually in English. I just think it's a description of the menu items that's in Japanese. Yeah, just make sure that you use uh, the circle button to say OK instead of... They're reversed in Japan. So whatever yeah. you would hit X for, you want to hit circle for for Japanese stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out in June when it comes out, if it hopefully yeah. does actually come out in June. And I, I've been playing the hell out of this game. Yeah, I... I'm kind of thinking of like selling the import and just waiting till June and buying the the U.S. version. Yeah, I, um, um, and then we'll put the uh, we'll we'll put the link to shmupmonth.com in the yeah. uh, show notes as well. Check it and, out. Uh, Join in the fun. We'll be talking about some more shmups next week, of course. Uh, oh yeah. Last last thing about shmup month. Um, I I I did get assigned to shmup like uh, Mark did, and uh, he uh, Vic actually sent me a very cool shmup. It's called Warning Forever. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's again a freeware PC shmup. And basically, it's this Tron-looking game, and it's nothing but boss fights. And the way the game works is you're constantly building up your score, and every time you kill a boss, you just it's basically the same boss, but it builds something onto itself. So you're constantly just fighting this bigger and bigger and bigger boss over and over and over again, and it's all based around time. Every time you kill a boss... You get like 25 cent seconds added to your time. And every time you die, you get 25 seconds minus your time. And the game ends when your time hits zero. And it is awesome. That, yeah, that is a, cool a game. really, really cool little freeware game. Mm-hmm. All right. So, All right. Uh, let's let's uh, break into the news here, boys. Okay. I'm going to stay silent. For this one, so Glenn, take it away. Well, actually, this should make you a little bit less silent because this care. is this is addressing something that you like to complain about over and over again, and uh, basically they're adding more features, including a two-player split-screen mode to the U.S. release of Gran Turismo Five Prologue. Um, they're also adding modes such as drift mode. Uh, more in-depth car tuning, so the players will have the ability to adjust the vehicle's performance, including power, weight, tires, and suspension, which is not in the Japanese version, uh, and also new race events. So you, you're getting a lot more events. And uh, like it said before, you know this actually supports up to 16 players online, which when you look at some other games, including Forza 2, they only support 12 people online. So you're actually getting quite a bit out of this. Uh, and they're as- this is actually going to have more cars available than the Japanese version. It sounds like it's going to be between 50 and 60 total vehicles. So uh, this is sweet for people that, you know, are, we're, we're kind of on the fence to this. They're actually adding some more value to this. And, um, again, to me, it's it's almost a full-feature game. You know, you got 50 to 60 vehicles, six full tracks, and you can play them in reverse mode, full online capability, with up to 16 people online, and now a two-player split screen, which we sorely needed in MotorStorm. So um, I'm more excited. I'm actually probably going to get the American version now and see if I can sell the Japanese one. If you want to sell it, sell it now. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't you... Right. Ask, let me ask you, 
a, a serious question. I'm not going to ask you the whole well, two-thirds surprise question because I know you hate that question. But wouldn't you rather have them not release this product and not work on this product at all and then get the actual real game sooner? I don't think they're really working on this as much as you think, though, because this is a portion of the full game, but I don't think we're going to see the portion or the full game until 2009. So if this gives, if this placates me enough for about a year, I'm fine with that. And along with the fact that I've already seen them add a, seen them add a patch, the Japanese version that added more stuff. If they do something like that for prologue, maybe in four or five months, that'll be great. So, um, I mean, the online functionality, as far as I can get in it, because I don't read Japanese, uh, but GameFAQs has actually been really helpful with that. Uh, the online portion is excellent. And to be able to actually race some people in the United States on a little bit, I really don't get a lot of lag on it, but, I mean, you notice it every now and then. Now that I can be on U.S. servers, it'll be really nice to have. So I'm looking forward to it, and I actually, I never got one before, but I might actually get that Logitech Force Feedback steering wheel when it comes out because Andrew Ewan from over at PS3 Fanboy was talking it up quite a bit. He he said it's just phenomenal. Hmm. Alright. So anyway. Okay, so uh, we're all pretty big fans of Burnout Revenge here and Criterion has Burnout released... Burnout Revenge? A- and Burnout Paradise. What did I say? <laughs> Burnout okay. Revenge. Oh shit. God damn it. <laughs> I, fuck up every- I-, I try so hard not to fuck up and it just happened. I don't know. Okay, so Criterion... It's genetics. It is genetics. My father's a messed up dude. Um, Okay, Criterion has details on the 1.2 patch for Burnout Paradise on PS3. Glenn, what is this address? They actually address the top 10 problems reported by uh, people that own the game. Uh, So I'll just go over the top 10. There's actually a lot more involved, but... uh, Brought to you by the home office. The top 10... Yeah, brought to you by the home office in Tahlequah, Oregon. Uh, let's see. PS3 game can crash when a player is taken down and the player that has performed the takedown leaves the game. Uh, the game indefinitely displays connecting to Paradise City servers if it's having problems pinging the rebroadcast server. Uh, disconnecting the controller before a race begins can mean that race timings can be manipulated with players who didn't cross the line first being awarded the win. Repeatedly joining and leaving a game with eight players can cause the game to hang. Hammering the A uh, on the 360 or the X on the PS3 after unlocking a car can cause the game to hang. East Crawford and Watt Street achievements cannot be achieved if the player goes online and sets road rules before attempting them. Audio distortion when using 5.1 or DTS sound and looking rearwards. Uh, Enhanced 360 streaming performance stops instances where the game seems to pause for a second or so um two more total time driven and player stats would stick to 100 at 145 hours (laughs) and uh voip connection problems with eight player games now one of the other things that it's being fixed that they didn't really talk about in this little list uh, but they have so they're fixing is that the center channel uh if you have surround sound was actually like i think they said four or eight decibels higher than everything else which was giving everybody that problem uh, with voice chat where you couldn't hear uh-huh. anybody on the other end. So that is actually being fixed as well with this patch. Good. Uh, they haven't said when they're releasing it, but they said it will be soon. I believe it's already in uh, cert- the certification process on both platforms. So hmm. hopefully we'll be seeing that patch pretty soon. Hey. Okay. Uh, and we'll have a link in the show notes for, uh, for the full list of fixes. 
Mm-hmm. All right, then. So uh, we've got our next little news nugget here that should be uh, pretty pleasing to Sony fanboys worldwide. Uh, SCEA, according to GameRankings.com, is the best-reviewed publisher of 2007. By a pretty wide margin, according to GameRankings.com, the average review score of a Sony Computer Entertainment of America product was 77.9%. Rounding out the top five were Nintendo at 75.1%, Capcom at 74.2%, LucasArts at 73.4%, and Atlas at 71.7%. And uh, interestingly enough, Dead Last was Konami at 66.4%. Sega Uh, didn't even make the chart. (laughs) And neither did Ubisoft. Lost by Atlas way up there though. LucasArts too. Everybody loves Atlas. I can't even think of a game LucasArts released that last year. Other than um, Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Hmm, what about Star Wars know. Lethal Alliance? That was supposed to be pretty bad. They must I, have had something with a really good review. Yeah. Yeah. It, eh, it whatever. Big, EA, a couple of other notable ones. Uh, EA was at 71.3. Microsoft at 69.2%. Take-Two is at 69%. Codemasters at 68.4%. Those uh, Jericho review scores really helping. Eidos was at 68%. And Vivendi, now known as Acti Blizzard or whatever they're calling themselves, uh, are at 67.5%. Notable... Name's not on this list. Uh, we already said Sega. Activision isn't on this list. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's a they pretty are the surprising suck. thing. You know, that's actually a pretty yeah. high number when you think about it. So, pretty cool. Um, on to the next one. Okay. And I don't know if this game's even on my radar or not. It's, it's kind of cool that they have that... Well, they have the glaive, so... <laughs> hey, that's crawl. a pretty badass yeah. weapon. <laughs> I would take it. Game. There you go. Well, they did make a crawl of the game way back in the day. And wasn't there was it a crawl arcade game? Not awful. It wasn't bad. It was just this like vertical. You were walking up the mountain. Yeah, it was. Is that what it was actually called? It was called crawl. <laughs> okay. Well, let let's get on with the story. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about. Dark Sector. Uh, it's coming out, I believe, on the 25th of this month. And apparently, the PlayStation 3 version, its online modes are a little gimp. Uh, the 360 version has full rank and unranked matches, while the PlayStation 3 version doesn't. It just has matches. Boorns, uh, as it says in the yeah. title. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much to read in this because the developers have already pretty much gone on record and said that the multiplayer is an afterthought. And the single player is really where they put, spent. I mean, it, it wasn't even supposed yeah. to have multiplayer until a few months ago, where they finally announced just throwing something in there. Multiplayer. So, in other words, the marketing department got involved. Thing. Yeah, because uh, it worked so well. Stranglehold. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my head. In the darkness. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you're you're playing this it game. Still for sucks to see stuff like this. Yeah, and it it. It really grinds my gears every time I see a story like this or a story like, well, PS3 version doesn't have voice chat or, you know, just basic things. I mean, it's it's just bad for it's bad business. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, Microsoft. It does is the suck. I mean, Live has a set structure that every game has to follow, and I think that's part of the problem. Is that while I think everybody has to do PSN the same way, they can put whatever features in they want, and a lot of times I think they have to do it on their own, which is why it's so uneven. Yeah, you know, some publishers mm. it works really well, like really well, like Burnout with uh, Criterion with Burnout. You know, they they just took it and it's a very seamless experience you know voice ad everything they've done everything to you know optimize it for playstation 3 you know while some other companies just said uh, just an afterthought it's, mm-hmm. actually in lost planet it lets you access your friends list and messages from within the game yeah that's nice uh yeah. army of two does army of two is fully stocked falling so hopefully that you know this trend is getting better yeah. so i only hope that you know, soon enough, it'll just be a non-issue. But it sucks Hopefully. to see this happen. It'll just be built into the into the console itself. Yeah. I'd care more if it was a game I cared about, but I suppose it still sucks a lot. I will wait for yeah. reviews on that one and probably a price drop, because this is the busiest beginning of a year I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah, and I'm going to have Rainbow Six Vegas 2 it. in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to have Hot Shots Golf, so uh, my calendar is going to be pretty full. Yeah, and my wallet's going to be pretty empty. Oh, crap. You know what? I just realized I forgot one game in my what we've been playing because we kind of got off track. Too bad. Yeah, Well, it'll take like a minute. Um, Sony hooked me up with a uh, downloadable copy of Flow for the PSP. Uh, It's 90 meg. Got it off the PC store. um, And I've been playing it a little bit. Uh, And this will be really short. It's Flow and it's on the PSP. So nothing okay. Different. Looks really good, like Flow always looked, and it has all the same sound, except of course it's not in surround sound. Uh, and you play it with the nub, even though I found myself actually tilting the PSP a couple <laughs> times. Um, the only thing is, it it slows down a couple. It slowed down me a couple of times, but not like bad. Uh, and apparently, well, it's got ad hoc mode, so you can actually, if you know somebody else with a PSP with the game, you can play multiplayer in it. Um, but apparently it's kind of laggy even when you're playing an ad hoc, so I'm not sure, but eh, it's 8 bucks uh, if you don't have Flow on the PS3 or if you like the PS3 version enough. Uh, it's a way to take Flow on the road with you and, and relax you, um, but it looks really good. It, it makes that screen really shine. But um, I'd rather they just make yeah. the PS3 version role-playable or even downloadable to the PSP than buying a whole other version of it's the yeah. same game. And they did kind of the same thing with Go Puzzle. They released the Go Puzzle games on the PSP, and I'm like, well, I already bought it on the PS3. Why can't I just, yeah, you know, download it again on my PSP? So, no, I agree with you, but, um, eh, neat. I mean, like I said, if you don't have a PS3 or whatever, it, it yeah, eight bucks. But, uh, yeah, thanks to Sony for letting me try it out, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry so. about that. I It just popped in my head, so. Hey, hey, no problem. <laughs> and uh, okay, so we're gonna. I'm go getting ahead old. And I, I forget things. That's all right. Uh, we all can't stay young, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to uh, this week in the PlayStation Store. Uh, we've got a few things for you. First off, uh, we got a game called Rocket Man, and I think you didn't. You guys actually try this out? No, I haven't tried it yet. I downloaded it. I have not tried it yet. But uh, a couple of our listeners out on the chat box played it, and I think Zaku Pilot says it's actually quite fun. It it took him a little while to get into it, but uh he's having he said he was having enough fun with it that he's going to buy it. I've seen and what really intrigues me is that it's got four player co-op. 
And so have I, but I downloaded a video from, they did like a live demo of it on GameSpot on their, you know, their, their video thing that they do every day. Yeah. And I downloaded that and the game looks fun and it, it's a good looking game. It's kind of this three force overhead perspective twin stick shooter, but it has some RPG elements. So you can actually create your own character. You can gain experience points, things like that. And you can use those to buy upgrades and whatever, but it's like this cartoony sci-fi genre. It's kind of weird, but the four-player co-op. Uh, Wait, is yeah, it a yeah. is it a two D shooter? I mean, is it a two stick shooter? I think so. Not yeah, a- you used the two sticks. Nope. Yeah, don't care. It looks sort of like a uh, so it's like a Smash TV type thing. Yeah, Smash TV kind of thing. No more two so, stick shooter. Uh, yeah, but uh, this demo. game actually they have the demo. They have the demo on PSN. It's one hundred twenty five meg, and you can actually uh, kind of a la Xbox Live Arcade. If you decide that you like the game, you can actually purchase it and activate it all within the game. Cool. So you don't have to actually go out to the store and re-download it or anything else. Huh. Nice. Yeah, all so right. that's kind of neat. But I got the demo, so I'm, I'm going to give it a try after we're done recording tonight. All right. Okay, so we've got the Rocketman full game. It's a nine ninety nine, and we've also got a free Rocketman demo, as previously mentioned. We've got the Rock Band Grateful Dead pack. Uh, you can Pass. get... You can get Casey Jones, Sugar Magnolia, Truckin', Franklin's Tower, I Need a Miracle, and China Cat Sunflower for $1.99 a piece, or you can get the full pack for $9.99. And even more of a pass is the extremely suck ass Guitar Hero 3 Modern Metal Track Pack for $6.25. You have you don't have the option to download the songs individually. However, you get Avenged Sevenfolds almost easy. Rice's the arsonist yeah. and Deftones yeah. hole in the earth. Fuck this. That's like the only passable song on the on the pack there. You cannot call it yeah, metal. Avenged Sevenfold is in it. No, it's modern metal, dude. Fuck modern metal. Well, yeah, but don't buy this. Anyway, <laughs> move along. Move along. Okay, we've got um. An NBA Ballers Chosen One trailer. Uh, it's free. Yeah. We've got a free theme for Lost Planet. We've got... Oh, Ruby. Mark's downloading that. I bet Probably he is. <laughs> All right, we've got three uh, different wallpapers for Condemned to Bloodshot. Uh, we've got a trailer for the movie Hancock, which actually looks pretty funny. And uh, we've got a... Mm. Tra- what? Nothing. Okay. And uh, we've got a trailer for the movie 21. I actually read the the book uh, for that. I think it was called Breaking House. Yeah. The the movie is a real far departure from the book. I bet it is. It doesn't. It looks ridiculous. It does look ridiculous. It looks like they turned it into like an Ocean's Eleven style paper flick from what I saw. Something like that. Yeah. It looks bad. uh, The movies and the book are about a a secret group of MIT students who on the weekend would go to Vegas and count cards and make a F ton of money. And, uh, I don't know how, yeah, like he said, I don't know how accurate the movie is. It doesn't look very good. Go read the book, breaking down the house or uh, bringing the house down. I think that's what it was called. Really, really interesting read. Okay. Okay. Uh, So we've got, uh, some new, a bunch of new releases this week, uh, for the PS2, 
We've got on the seventh world championship cards. Uh, uh, on, okay. On the eleventh, we've got uh, Buzz Junior Robo Jam. On uh, the yeah. Now this one I'm gonna buy. We've got Buzz the Hollywood Quiz. Yeah. You gonna pick that up? That. Buddy? Hell yeah. So right. you need your buzz back, huh? <laughs> That's right. We didn't play it this weekend. No, we, well, we have the buzz controllers at, at Brian's house, too, so okay. we can play it here. I'm going to pass on that because I know nothing about Hollywood. We've got El Tigre. That's probably for the best. I, we have El uh-huh. Tigre. Uh, we've El got, Tigre. We've got quite possibly the most generic name ever. We've got George of the Jungle and The Search for the Secret. <laughs> you know, the secret. The there, secret is paprika. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got Pro Evo Soccer 2008. Mm. If you're into soccer, that's your game. If you're not into soccer, you're American. <laughs> uh, exactly. We've got, we've got Ratchet and Clank Size Matters on the PS2. Cool. Cool. Uh, now, did you guys play the PSP version of that? I did not, so I'm thinking about picking this up. Yeah, I didn't either. All right, I might actually pick that up. We've got a Sprint Cars 2 Showdown at Eldora. And the highlight uh, right. for all of next week and all the releases, World Heroes Anthology. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, I'd be really, I'd be a lot more excited about that, except I own all the World Heroes games in the Neo Geo already. <laughs> well, you're going to buy it anyway. <laughs> Probably not. It, I mean... Some of the other stuff I bought for like these compilations is because I don't have a few of the games, but I think literally I have all the World Heroes. Isn't there a new version of World Heroes on this one, or I don't remember. You know, you might be right, though. I just thought of that, too, but I have got, World Heroes 1, I have World Heroes 2, World Heroes 2 Jet, and World Heroes 2 Perfect. I think there's one more, but I'm not positive. You might be right. I'm not. I'm for some not reason that's popping right in my away, head too. Because I've got so many games to play right now. Yeah. Yeah. Including King of Fighters 11 and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, which I haven't played in a while. But I will. Okay. I want to take advantage of Amazon's free shipping, so I'll probably pick this up once the other new Neo Geo ports come in. On uh, on the PSP uh, next week on the 11th, we've got Flat Out Head On. We've got Pro Evo Soccer 2008. And we've got Wild Arms XF, which uh, I might actually pick up because I'm a pretty big fan of the Wild Arms games. I'll probably rent that one. Mm-hmm. I still haven't even gotten around to picking up uh, Final Fantasy Tactics on PSP. So oh, it's so good, so yeah, good. I got to pick that up first before I even think about another strategy game. Yeah, good point. Uh, and uh, on the PS3 next week, we've got uh, Pro Evo Soccer 2008 again, and Condemned to Bloodshot. Which I am picking up. I love the first game. It looks cool. It's, again, it's just not something that interests me, though. But it looks really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we've got a damn good week for Blu-ray uh, this week. We've got uh, Appleseed X Machina. Which is a pretty good anime. We've got August About Rush. time. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah. All right. We've got August Rush on Blu-ray. Uh, I don't think you need that on Blu-ray. Nope. Nope. You've got a Dan in Real Life on Blu-ray, which, once again, not really a Blu-ray don't need title. That on Blu-ray. You've got, you've got Dogma, which uh, I already own the two-disc awesome special movie, edition of. So Same here. That. No yep. ticket. 
Uh, Gattaca, great movie. Um, what? It, uh, you didn't like it? No, not really. It's kind of boring. Yeah, it's, it's good pretty boring. <laughs> for the most part, but boring. And uh, we've got Hitman, which I actually kind of enjoyed, mm. so I think I might pick that up. Mm. We've got uh, iRobot, which I hated. Uh, we've got yeah. Independence Day, which is overrated. It's uh, overrated, we- but if it has a DTS soundtrack, I may pick it up just for a popcorn movie. Hmm. It, the only best part, the only good part of that movie is Bill Pullman's speech at the end. That's classic. <laughs> See, classic. I, I actually have the DTS Laserdisc of that, and there was only about 500 pressed. Hmm. Pretty rare. It's one of the rarest Laserdiscs you can get. Yeah. Uh, we've got Sleuth, which is a Woody Allen movie, so I doubt it needs a Blu-ray release. Yeah, uh, I'm not from New York, so I'm not going to like it. <laughs> okay. And definitely the highlight, No Country for Old Men, which was the best movie I saw last year. Phenomenal movie. Yeah, I'm buying that. I'm and, buying it. I haven't yeah, even seen it. If you if you think it's not a blue a movie Blu-ray worthy, it is. It really is. That movie is amazing. The thing is I've I've never seen it either, but I know I'm gonna like it, so yeah, I'm buying it. You a big fan mm-hmm. of the Coens? Actually no I'm not. I am not a huge fan of theirs. I like the Big Lebowski a lot. Uh, but Fargo, I could never get into it. It actually made makes me cringe when I watch Fargo. Is that your partner and, there, um, the wood chipper? Lady Killers was horrible. Lady Killers was um, horrible. Intolerable yeah, cruelty. Was horrible. I hated. I, I I absolutely hate Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, um, no, what? I'm sorry. I hate you're, that movie. I, uh, once I again, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't like the movie. Um, but I mean, I like the Hudsucker Proxy and. Um, Miller's Crossing, so but I know I'm gonna like this movie. So it, it's not really a big Lebowski Coen Brothers. You like Miller's Crossing, and you especially if you liked Blood Simple, it was their first movie. Yeah, those are really the two movies that connect No Country for Old Men. But No Country, it, it is one of the most striking visual movies you will ever see. Just um, think of it this way: When was the last time you saw a movie that had absolutely no music whatsoever? Think about that. Okay. Okay. I know one that had music. <laughs> I take care of the house when the master is away. Uh, God, that, that guy- was horrible, Jared. Uh, okay. So, uh, we got anything else to cover before I get into uh, the housekeeping spiel? <clears throat> yeah, Midwest Gaming Classic, man, comes up in a couple weeks. Uh, again, get out to MidwestGamingClassic.com. Uh, lots of fun to be had. Lots of money to be spent. So get out there, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn right you should. Okay. Schmupreciating. Join the what appreciating. Yeah, get out there and appreciate with everybody else. Yep. Big props. Big props to MC uh, Wilson slash Aloha Burger slash MC Big Viper Burger. Slash, <laughs> yeah, slash, slash whatever he's going by this week. <laughs> uh, uh, for running that contest, uh, he's done a real bang-up job, and I can't wait to see some of these surprises he's got in store for us. Okay, so um, I think one of the and... surprises is going to be Charo. Coochie, coochie. What's oh oh that coochie, lady? Coochie, <laughs> coochie. <laughs> coochie. Okay, uh, that's a little before my time, <laughs> dude. I've got scotches that are a little bit before your time. Uh, they're yeah. I'm young. Ha ha ha. Okay, 
So uh, we're going to go right into the housekeeping of this week. So if you would like to send us an email, you can do so by writing us at podcast at ps3nation.org. You can also send us an audio file. Make sure to keep it around two minutes in length uh, and try to have it in MP3 format for us, please. If you don't feel like doing that, you can also use our voicemail line. And that voicemail line is area code 920-626-4464. Standard long distance rates apply. Or if you're a cheap bastard, you can just use Skype and uh, you can just type in WDT-Torgo and type your, uh, and not type, talk, yeah, talk your response into there. Talk your talk your response into the big hole at the end of the stick, and uh, just uh, talk see how your it goes. response into that. Wow, <clears throat> I think I think we all need to uh, I think we all need to take a nice little rest after today's show. Yeah, that's been a no. Long I just one. need another beer. Daddy's yeah, beer. dry. I haven't even eaten dinner. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm starving to death. Okay, let, let's finish this burritos. real quick, and then and then we'll go eat. Yay! All right. Um, oh, oh, one other thing. We uh, we have an interest thread up on VGEvo.com in the Sony section. If you are interested in joining our MLB 08 The Show League for PS3, please get out there and post your PSN name and what team you would like dibs on. Uh, if we get enough people, we will get the league going. And make sure that when you set up your profile, which you can do either within the game or go to MLB08TheShow.com, click on Sports Connect, you can set up your profile there. Uh, make sure you put all your options in there so that you know the system can actually. It's kind of cool. It'll actually send you a text message to your phone, or it'll message you on AOL, or it'll send you an email when your next match is or when your next game is. So uh, make sure that you fill out all the pertinent info so that everything works out. And um, I think we've got about three or four people on there right now, but I just posted it. So you're on there. You're um, the Brewers. Trip Hammer's on there. He's the Twins. I'm on there. I'm the Dodgers. Um, and Play as your yeah, favorite. I don't know if anybody else is. Yeah, so uh, get out there, and it's just a friendly league, no prizes or nothing. Um, but get out there and check it out. Okay, and uh, if you want to check that out, you can do so by heading over to www.bgevo.com. The host of the site. It's a great website. Uh, lots of really cool people. It's ever growing. It's a great community of gamers. Uh, and if you want to game. Uh, be a gamer and make sure there aren't douchebags around you, you can do so by going to VGEvo.com or you can go to our forums directly by going to www.ps3podcast.org. No, ps3nation.org. ps3nation.org. Damn it. Okay, <laughs> ps3nation.org. And, uh, <laughs> damn it. Ugh. And that is your house. Uh, all right, let's end this far- fiasco. I gotta edit yeah. this damn thing. All Good right. night, kids. Oh, God bless. Be well. Don't get run over. And don't play WoW. And don't play WoW, or else pedophiles will follow you everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Just got a dog for a pet. He's about 12 weeks old. He already knows to go right to the door, right after he shits on the rug. Because <laughs> that's how you train them. They shit on the floor and they go, Outside! The dog goes, okay, he wants me to shit on the floor and go outside. That's not a punishment when you kick the dog out. Get out there, you. Hey, this is nice out here. Not like that house. Shit all over. It's a fucking mess.
I got pissed off, man. I wanted to hit him. I said, don't shit in the house. My wife said, no, Bob, don't hit him. It's not right to hit the dog. Here, you rub the face in the shit. That's how you do it. Yeah. Let's ask him which one he wants. That's why I can't understand people that have Dobermans and pit bulls and Rottweilers. How do you discipline a dog like that? A Doberman? Hey, did you shit over there? Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> nah, it's a nice looking shit. And on the rug too, just the way I like it. I have bad luck with animals. I bought my wife a miniature poodle. I took him for a walk. He sneezed and hit its head in the curb and died. It was a long drag home. <laughs> we had a rabbit for a pet. My daughter wanted a rabbit. We bought a rabbit. Five days after we have it, it's acting real sick and laying around. And my wife goes, why don't we take him to the vet? She said, why don't you just let me take him for a drive? <laughs> I'm going to take a $5 rabbit to the vet. <laughs> so we're at the vet. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's either that or a year's supply of jack-off cream for me. The vet wants to put the rabbit in the animal hospital for observation. I swear I'm not making this up. We go back to visit the bunny. It's in a fucking oxygen tent with an IV in its leg. And the doctor goes, I have some bad news for you. Said, Am I wearing an I'm an asshole t-shirt? He said, I think the rabbit slipped into a coma. I'd like to do a CAT scan. I said, pull the plug now, please. I think we're looking at four potential keychains here, maybe. We had birds, my wife wanted birds. She said, let's get some finches, they'll mate. The eggs will hatch, it'll be educational for the kids. I buy the finches, get the cage, we go home. These birds aren't fucking for nothing. I'm blowing pot smoke in the cage, I got wine in the water. No, really, I go back to the store, I said, these birds won't fuck. He said, well, do you have that little wicker hutch in the cage? Because they like to fuck in that. It's $29.95. I said, yeah, do you know the vet from the animal hospital? So I buy the hutch, I go home, they're still not fucking. I go back, I said, hey, they're not doing it. He said, well, finches don't like to do it in captivity. Go home, open the cage, they're gonna fly around the house, go back into the cage, into the hutch, and then they fuck. I said, you know a little too much about finch fucking for me. <laughs> I go home, open the cage, they fly out across the room, into the wall, and fall down dead. And the only one that got fucked was me. Oh.